is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show is live on your YouTube machine. A pleasure to be with you no matter where you find the program. Make sure you find The Advocates at theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. You know, again, Jake and I, before the show, we're watching, uh, you know, a, a car crash video. <laughs> hey, man, a semi-truck fell on top of your car. You need the advocates, right? You didn't deserve to get into that accident. It wasn't your fault. You do deserve an advocate. They're going to fight for you. They understand empathy. They understand what you're going through because there's nothing they haven't seen. Chat with the experts at the advocates live online 24-7. 365, and it's not going to cost you a dime at theadvocates.com. A big, big day of news, as always, it seems like. Um, we have an update for you coming on uh, the New York Knicks. There is some significant breaking news around the Knicks and Donovan Mitchell that we'll get to uh, coming up uh, today on the program. First, a shout-out to everybody who's in today. Uh, Joseph Harper was in first. Uh, Gumby was fourth today, so that ass is slacking. But, hey, you do you. You do you, sir. Good to see everybody who's in on the show today. Let's get right to the uh, news of the day. Uh, and it is Big 12 expansion. Is it coming for Oregon State and Washington State? We got a bunch of uh, tweets about this today and a lot of people asking us what our thoughts were on now that Washington State and Oregon State control the fate of the Pac-12, will they be joining the Big 12? And simply put, we reached out to our sources over the last week or so that we've been talking about this. The answer remains unchanged. The Big 12 is not expanding and certainly not for just Oregon State and Washington State. Greg Swain was reporting earlier this week uh, or during the weekend, I guess, that Oregon State and Washington State are going to buy their way into the Big 12 in 2026, I was told point blank today that's not a possibility on its own, uh, that there would have to be significant movement in college football expansion. There'd have to be more realignment because simply put, the Big 12 is not in a position where they feel like there is there is an opportunity to make significant money or have a land grab with Oregon State and Washington State. And I agree with that. I think if that opportunity was there, Brett Yormark would have taken that already as somebody that um, you know, has been very savvy in expansion and realignment. There would be no reason for Bright Yormark simply to ignore uh, revenue-generating opportunities, which he has not done. Uh, I think most people who have looked at this situation will tell you, uh, and what our sources in the, the Pac-12 and close to Oregon State and Washington State have told us, they have no plans for change in the next two years. They are going to remain uh, the Pac-12 in name, uh, maybe only in name, for the next two seasons, but their sites are are fully set on a merger with the Mountain West. Um, and I think that the, the other elephant in the room here is by 2026, I, I almost have no doubt that we are going to see more significant movement around college football. But Jake, I don't think there's Big 12 expansion and I don't think if there were, that it would only be Oregon State and Washington State. And I think that's what's difficult for Oregon State and Washington State is that they're in this position where, yes, they're they're somewhat valuable brands, but they're not marquee brands that the Big 12 would, you know, really feel, you know, like they took a misstep by not adding. And I think that's the difficult part 
for these two is that they they would need help to get back into a power four situation. And I think that's the the interesting conundrum, if you will, of their situation. Like you have to find a way back to relevancy. You have to find a way back into a strong position for your school. And and I maintain the only way to do that is is through the Mountain West path. I don't think that there's there's any opportunity to buy your way into a conference, especially the Big 12 with where the Big 12 is going. I don't think that well we know that the ACC wouldn't be wouldn't be interested in you. You're obviously not a fit for the Big 10 or the SEC. So that's why I say like this this is all just noise. And I think furthermore for Oregon State and Washington State, you need to stay focused on your path and your mission here. Getting distracted with reports that you're going to buy your way into the Big 12 is just that. It's a distraction. And if you get distracted with this and somehow, you know, after winning this court battle and finally securing controlling position in what's left of your conference, if at this stage you were to take a misstep, that's on you. And and to me, if I'm the one in control of this situation, I'm full steam ahead on a merger with the Mountain West, and hopefully that's the Mountain West coming to you under the Pac-12 umbrella, and you can reimagine the conference and do the absolute best that you can do. But the idea that you would you would take some gold mine of money and pay your way into the Big 12, I think is just it, it, it just doesn't seem all that smart because what really are you accomplishing? I mean, okay, yeah, you're in a P4 again. Great. But at that point, then what? So you're in the conference. Now what do we do? And that's what I think nobody really knows the answer to. To which I say, to hell with that. Let's let's merge with the Mountain West. Let's make the path really easy for ourselves. Let's play Oregon once a season. And let's go undefeated. That's your mission if you're Oregon State right now. Yeah, I think the problem there is that there is a lack of value for a, uh, a, a as it was described to me anyways, a lack of value in the entirety of the Mountain West. And I, I think that's accurate. I think when you you look at the the top schools and you look at where college football is going, I think the big change that is coming is not going to be realignment. I think the big change that is coming is the way that we stack teams up. I, I think there is a chance that conferences go away. I think there is a chance it's it's this Chip Kelly thing Um and, and I don't know how many people heard what Chip Kelly said, but Chip Kelly was very aggressive uh, in his comments about fixing college football. And it's funny, he, he echoed our thoughts from last week, which were, I don't know that we need conferences anymore. We we are in a position, and we, we talked about this because of this, this proposal to have this haves versus have-nots, the, the super elite, the super powerful, mm-hmm. the super rich teams on a on another level. And my answer to that was, well, then what do we need a conference alignment for? What do we need conference standings for? And I think Chip Kelly put it perfectly when he said, maybe everybody needs to be independent. I think they're all a problem, and I think we need to have a conference commissioner. And I think football should be separate from the other sports. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football, our our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball. But because football left, and they're saying, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football, and they're in a conference and everything else. I think we should all be independent in football. And you can have a 64-team conference that's in the Power Five, and you can have a 64-team conference in the Group of Five. And we separate it, and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams, 
And then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference, another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. Not that I've really thought about this. <laughs> Not that I've allowed to spend the time on this. But I think if you went together collectively as a group, and said so there's 132 teams, and we all share in the same we all share the same TV contract, so that the Mountain West doesn't have one, and the Sun Belt doesn't have another, and SEC has one, and they have another. That we all go together. That's a lot of games, and there's a lot of people in the TV world that would go through it. You can sponsor each one instead of calling it Group of Five and Power Five. You can call it Amazon, Nike, bid that out to things. You know, a lot of different things. But I think if we still do the same thing and take all that money, and I would do this, and I think this needs to be done. That money now needs to be shared with the student athletes, and there needs to be revenue sharing. And the players should get paid, and you can get rid of NLI, and the schools should be paying the players because the players are what the product is. And the fact that they don't get paid is really the biggest travesty. Not that I've thought about it. Yeah, and I, I think that's spot on. I think that when you look at the way that college football is set up, um, UCLA football should be going to the Big Ten. Uh, UCLA track and field, UCLA stick and ball, UCLA swimming should not be going to the Big Ten. And there's no reason to do it. And and I think people have in their minds that all of a sudden there's going to be a bunch of moving trucks in Westwood and, you know, UCLA is moving to Evanston, Illinois. Like, that's just not the way this works. And you are punishing, in my opinion, the totality of UCLA athletics because they're going to the Big Ten, and I understand the money's fantastic, but we never seem to put the student-athlete first. And we we talk all this nonsense about graduation rates, and we talk all this nonsense about, you know, hey, the football team's GPA. Nobody cares. It's disingenuous, in my opinion, and I, I think it's cool to put it in a stat, and it's cool to put it on a graph and put it on some chancellor's and some AD and some football coach's resume but nobody cares. There's no, there's no, you know, pulse of, well, I know Chip Kelly's going to a bowl game, but uh, his kids are getting a C in science. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. And I continue to say the hypocrisy of talking about, you know, Oregon State and, and Washington State got screwed. They didn't get screwed. They were a victim of circumstance in the expansion and the explosion of college football. It's not basketball, the expansion and the explosion of college football. And I agree 100% with Chip Kelly. There's no reason to have all of these schools lock, stock, and barrel athletically in the, in the Big Ten. And this is the Gonzaga conversation, right? We're not talking about Gonzaga track and field. Why not leave them in the WCC and put Gonzaga basketball in in the Big Twelve? Gonzaga, right? It it makes sense, but that's why it won't happen because it's too much common sense. That seems to be the plague in college athletics today. Beyond the fact that we don't care about the kid, and we probably need to stop talking about you know how much we care about our kids. You don't. What you care about is making money, and I I, I don't mean to paint with a broad brush, but in generality, like I was watching the prime uh, Deion Sanders, I don't know what you call it, docu-series on, yeah. on Amazon Prime. Fantastic. What he did for Travis Hunter, and that's great. I, I've had the great fortune of being around guys like Kalani Sataki, Bronco Mendenhall, Kyle Whittingham. I know that coaches care about their guys. 
But don't sit here and tell me the NCAA is worried about graduation rates. Don't sit here and tell me they're worried about GPAs. That's bullshit. They're worried about making money. And I think that's the biggest issue here is we're so focused on what, well, let's see how much money Washington State and Oregon State can bring to a TV contract. That's not the conversation. The conversation should be, why are we not independent in college football? Why? That's what it should be. We've talked about this for months on this show. We put too much emphasis on the brand in totality. Nobody cares. Again, with all due respect, nobody cares about Arizona State hockey, for instance, which is a blossoming little thing there, right? They have their own arena. That's cool. Are they in the Big 12 now? They're not, nor should they be, nor should their track team, nor should their stick and ball sports. I'm telling you, we're so focused on the bottom line that we're not thinking about kids and their well-being. We're not thinking about, and I'm not I'm not trying to go on some run here about all things student-athlete, but we're not thinking about their grades. We're not thinking about where they are in 10 years. We're not thinking about their mental health. We're thinking about our bottom line, and that's the problem in college Best. sports. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you talk about bottom line. I, I think if, you know, college football is independent, the bottom line goes up. I, I You know, I think you make more money uh, by by going to the TV partner partners at B, if you will, you know, Fox, ESPN, CBS, you know, you all know the names. You go to that group and you say, hey, we've got X amount of teams that are that are in a pool playing each other. Yeah. How do you want to you know, how do you guys want to do this? You know, how how do we want to divvy it up, essentially? And I think I think that's where you start to to open the doors to you know, proper NIL legislation. It, and, excuse me, and, Chip said NLI. Right. Can we get it right? It's right, NLI right. according to Chip Kelly, who shouldn't be the coach at UCLA. But that's not really the point. Hey, My Chip, point is. We're not talking about national letter of intent day, slick. We're talking about name, image, and likeness. Likeness. I think it is. I think it is crazy. I, if you've watched this show, maybe today's your first day. We appreciate you being here. Please hit the like button. Um. Uh, my firm belief is nobody cares about the student athlete. Uh, I I think overwhelmingly people care about money, playing in big games, like the trans like trans. Why are why why do we play this game where transfers are limited or they're unlimited or it depends on um, what the temporary restraining um, order says? You're going to have to get rid of the transfer portal whether you want to or not. Every yes. kid should be able to transfer. Period. You're going to have to do that. And why do we, you know, like people are making this big deal about Caitlin Clark now has the largest NIL income on a monthly basis. Good for her. Why is that a problem? Why is that a problem? I, I don't understand that. Like every Oak State fan on the planet sending me DMs and tweets and, you know, one guy hitting me with like 50 messages on Instagram over the weekend. Look, the bullet's in the portal, Monty. You were wrong. Okay, cool. I'm a man. Congratulations, you're finally in the portal. It, it, we need a level playing field, right? It, it, it needs to be, uh, in my opinion, if we're going to do this right, there needs to be complete equality across the board. Stop asking me about whether or not the, the SEC is the best football conference in the country. It is, and you don't have to like it, but it is what it is. Well, and, and I think when you say equality, that to be perfectly clear so that the comments section isn't confused, it's a quality of opportunity, not a quality of performance, right? Everybody needs to have the same level of opportunity. That does not mean that, that 
the mullet is going to recruit at a Nick Saban level because he's not. Never has been doing it, never will do it. Because he's not a, he, he doesn't have the veracity required to be an elite recruiter uh, in, in the Big 12 or the SEC. But think about Nick Saban. Think about Deion Sanders. Deion yeah, Sanders. Deion. It's funny how much Deion Sanders and Nick Saban are alike. Do you believe? And I don't know that anybody realizes it. What are they talking to, to their kids about? Hey, what are you going to do when this is over? Because you're not going to the NFL. Nick Saban says it all the time. I have the harsh conversation with kids. You're not going to the NFL. You're not probably playing at the next level. So wh where are your grades? What are you doing to graduate? What like Deion, and if you're not watching the docu-series with Deion Sanders on Amazon Prime, you're you're missing out. It's season two is so much better than season one. And what's he talking about? I want to win off the field and on the field. I want you to graduate. I want you to be the first one to break the cycle in your family. I want you to like talking about all this stuff because nine out of 10 of these kids that the NCAA and the white hairs are focused on making money on those kids aren't going to play professional sports. No, they're not going to the NFL. They're not going to the NBA. They're not going to major league baseball. They're 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 going to a job. And what kind of a job is that? I don't know. Cause if you don't graduate, Right. If you get, and this is where the rubber meets the road, right? We, okay. So we put a kid into our program who probably wasn't qualified academically, broke his leg, done playing football for the rest of his life. Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. Now what? Now what? That's the biggest question right there to me. Nine out of 10 of these kids are not going to play at the next level. They but are. We want to crucify Caitlin Clark for, you know, making that NIL yeah. money. And I just don't think you. I don't think you can do it. No, I think it is. In, you know, like I look at this Oregon State and Washington State situation. I, I would not be in a hurry to to, you know, like pay my way in. I would not be in a hurry to buy my way into the Big Twelve. How do you even know that's the best opportunity in front of you? I, I mean, do you understand how much the landscape has changed in the last ninety days? I don't think people realize this. Do you understand that we've had lawsuits over the transfer portal? We've had lawsuits over bowl eligibility. We've had lawsuits over, hey, who got into the college football playoff? And you think this is the end? No, no. This is the beginning. College sports a year from now, I think college football is going to be remarkably different six weeks from now. When this college football season ends, when the national champion is crowned, just based on what is going to happen at Michigan with Jim Harbaugh, college football will be different. And I remind you, team. yeah, I remind you, America's team, they were also in court trying to defend Jim Harbaugh until they weren't. Signed Steeler guy. Like the, the idea that 2026 is where you're focused, which again, I want to make this really clear. We talked to really good sources, closest situation, the Big 12 has not recently and is not now talking to Oregon State and Washington State. So they're not in a they're not in a conversation. They're not trying to none of that. Yeah, we're not making any changes. What I'm telling you is, and that this is hard for me to say out loud, Kirk Schultz is actually focused on the right thing. Fixing the micro so the macro gets better. Correct. Kirk Schultz realizes his house is on fire now. And I think a lot of people forgot about this as well, right? A lot of people forgot that, oh, well, you guys won the lawsuit. Now you're in control of the Pac-12. 
good luck because now you've got the holiday bowl lawsuit. You've got like the Comcast thing is taking care of itself largely, but you've got, you've got lawsuits with former employees. Like you've got all of these issues. You got a lot of expenses on the P and L right now, bro. And you've got 10 teams leaving who are expected a paycheck. And my, my guess is, because I'm also told that the pack two and the exiting 10 are in negotiation right now to figure out how to, how to, you know, quite literally avoid litigating this again, because I think the exiting 10 members would sue if they feel like they're not going to get the money they deserve. And there is a stipulation in this ruling from the lower court that awarded this control to Oregon State and Washington State, that they have to be just and fair in their monetary dealings. I think you're looking at a situation where the PAC-2 have to negotiate to make sure that they don't get left holding the bag on the Holiday Bowl, that they don't get left holding the bag of these two former employees that are suing. Essentially, they don't get left with the cost of cleaning up Larry Scott's mess. Correct. That's what this is. So my, I think we are a long way from done in the Pac-2, Pac-12. And I think it's irresponsible just to focus on this. Like, if you go around Twitter right now, everyone's focused on, oh, well, they're in control of hundreds of millions of dollars, and 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 they're just going to keep that for themselves, which couldn't be further from the truth. The hundreds of millions of dollars just allows them to survive. Because all this stuff you got to settle and pay and, you know, the checks you got to cut. Like, dude, it, 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 you're not even close to done with this yet, man. Ooh, big breaking news story in college football presented by our good friends at Sound Sleep Medical. Soundsleepmedical.com. Make sure you get to uh, any of their Utah locations. You guys, snoring and sleep apnea, while they go hand in hand, they can be two completely different things. If you snore on a nightly basis... Get to soundsleepmedical.com. They've got this great oral appliance, which is called a custom mouthpiece to pull your jaw forward so you stop snoring, you sleep better, you improve your relationship with your significant other. Hook it up right now, soundsleepmedical.com. Pete, how about on Paul Feinbaum today? Paul had somebody doing updates on his show on ESPN. Pete the Mole. <laughs> Pete the Mole is Bro, reporting. What are you talking about, man? How do you work at ESPN on Paul Feinbaum's show and not know who Pete Thamel is? <laughs> Where are we at in society today? Pete Thamel, ESPN. Dylan Rayola has officially switched from Georgia to Nebraska. This is a code 10 abort. He is the highest ranked recruit, number eight overall, to pick Nebraska since ESPN began ranking high school players in 2006. I am sure that you guys are all aware. Uh, Rayola's father is Dominic Rayola, uh, who was an All-American and just a stud lineman. Um, this is not shocking, but this is a massive loss. This is a massive loss for Georgia. But you know what else this does? It explains the news um, that Carson Beck is returning to Georgia. Carson Beck announced an hour ago, maybe, mm -hmm. that he is going back to Georgia. Yeah, I'm going to guess it's because uh, Dylan Rayola is going to Nebraska officially. Uh, this is a this recruiting cycle, this transfer portal thing. 
I mean, you look at who's winning in the transfer portal. Deion Sanders won. I mean, at this point, he's got the highest grade by a lot. And just on on offensive and defensive linemen alone, he has crushed it. But you look at some of the other, some of the other names that have won in the transfer portal. And I, hey, shout out Oak State and the mullet. Finally getting going. Uh, in the transfer portal, but if you look at the uh, transfer portal grades, dude, it is it is hard to believe that Deion Sanders, <laughs> you guys, Deion's got fifty one commitments in the transfer portal. <laughs> I'm for real. A five star, five four stars. I'm for real. He's got twenty more commitments than number two Arizona State who has zero five-stars, SMU has 26, Louisville has 25, Ole Miss the SIP, my guy. Lane, how about Lane Train decimating Tennessee over the weekend? Mm-hmm. Anybody see that? I know you were off oversexing yourself on your birthday weekend. I was actually paying attention. Lane Train kicking ass in the portal. Um, it, it's remarkable to me that when you look at the total commits um, and you look at the five stars in the portal, Deion Sanders tied with LSU in Texas as the only schools to have five-star commits in the portal. Uh, I mean, it, it's wild. His average, do you guys understand that his, his, his average transfer portal guy is rated in 87 at Colorado? Damn. How do you, I mean, how do you even do that? And then he's two points above number two, which is LSU in points. He's at 78, LSU's at 76, Old Miss at 74. It's unbelievable what Deion Sanders is doing. And I, this is, it's going to be wild. So again, I guess back to the point, uh, yeah, college football is changing. Absolutely. All right. Whoo. Okay. How about okay. that for a 26-minute roll-off? He has our full respect. Um, well, and Pimp's going Pimp, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Which is why we got to hook up the buck shot. The uh, from buck, the Excuse me. The Buckies is some of our uh, <laughs> our fine favorite listeners. I believe OG Gary refers to it as a Bucky. Uh, it's Buck Shot from Bucked Up. It is the best <laughs> energy drink or the best energy shot, if you will, on the market. And a lot of people ask me this. Well, hey, Monty. Um, you know, one, uh, bucked up, dude. Yeah, I'm bucked up. But um, when you say naturally sourced caffeine, what does that even mean, bro? What it means is at bucked up, they do not dump in a bunch of chemicals. Cause if you look at the chemicals or the ingredient list in your favorite energy shop, five hour energy, whoever else it might be, compare their ingredient list to Bucked Up's ingredient list on Buckshot. Naturally sourced caffeine comes from green tea leaf extract. So it's not, you know, high floor caldamide high. Because it's garbage. And stuff that they dump in here to make you feel like you got a buzz. And then it goes away so you crash. It's nice and level. And you look at the graphic on the screen. Guys, go get six free of them right now in the description. So many people have sat on it. I miss it. Did I miss the buckshots? No, you didn't. Go get six free in the description below. Um, And I'm telling you right now, buckshot does it every single day for me. Uh, I played winter golf yesterday 
three over um, playing nine holes. Three over in rock hard freezing conditions. Yeah, but you went Tiger Woods on it. Uh, you know, Sunday red. Yeah. You know why? Because I hit a buck shot. And what did I do on the first tee? Drove it 305 yards straight down the middle, right to the front of the green. Yeah. It was it was amazing. You know, and then couldn't drive it. The ground was so hard yesterday, I couldn't put a tee in the tee box. Because it Stay was hard. It's like concrete. That didn't stop me from hitting a buckshot. I'm into the blue raz. I'm telling you, it may. I believe that blue raz has overtaken watermelon. It's smooth, smooth. Hit it right now. Buckedup.com. Get to get your uh, free six buckshots in the description below, or go check it out online. Use the promo code Monty to get twenty percent off at checkout. Bucked up the official energy provider. Of the Monty Show. Do not forget tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. So uh, we'll be on in the morning tomorrow because tomorrow is actually our last live show of the year. Um, we have to celebrate somebody's yeah, it's certain kind of a big deal. Significant. Uh, you know, I got older today. It's, uh, you know. Because shit's going good. Well, for you, it's going good because yeah. Jake got like a. He got a Scotty Cameron putter. Yeah, I Scotty. got him a I got him a new pair of Jordan golf shoes. Which Mrs. Monty was not approving of. I'm <laughs> taking him to Vegas and I'm taking yeah. him to LA. We're playing right, phenomenal golf courses. Yeah, Pelican Hill. Got me, Pelican he, stay. got me absolutely nothing for Christmas. That's not true. Not a single that's thing. That's not true. Oh, so you're gonna give me a gift on Christmas. Uh no, that's not true. There that's you go. Bullshit. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Cleveland Rocks, first one in for $2. Bears out, Bears out played the Browns and lost. Thank you. Yeah, I would like to congratulate the uh, Chicago Bears <laughs> on snatching defeat from the jaws of victory once again. <laughs> Matt Ebersucks, uh, the head coach of the Bears, found the a way is that guy? to lose the game for the Bears. Yeah, anybody uh, heard of some guy named Darnell? It's not Justin Fields' fault. Darnell Mooney had a Hail Mary in his hands full of grace. And he's not used to having such big balls in his hands, so he dropped it. That's all I can say. That's all I can say, Cleveland Rocks. Is Joe Flacco one of the best stories in all of sports right now? Yes. How is he not? Yes. How is he not? I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, Dakota Tubbs! Hey, what's up, Tubbs? Member of the show for four months. Many of you may not know that Dakota Tubbs is also the president of the Quinn Snyder Fan Club. That's here, every day. Here on the Monty Showgram. How is Jake turning into a 30-year-old man, not the lead story in the sports world? Dude, I don't again, know, dude. Again. Whatever. Uh, pretty amazing that Jake, you know, still is somebody who is not uh, partaking in the, um, you know, commingling of uh, DNA with McCaff. the opposite sex. Uh, and he's 30 years old. It's a it's a great accomplishment. Waves in opposition. Saving yourself for marriage. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. Aaron Wilson for $2. Happy birthday, Jake. Thanks for all you do. Sean Rollins, gifted five Monty Show memberships. Okay, Sean. Aaron Wilson. your birthday you forgot how to hit the chime yeah uh loke man for ten dollars you guys realize most of these football players won't go pro true so wait did hold on that's uh, a quick pause button i believe you just said 15 minutes ago that most college football players i won't said go mo pro. most college athletes 
basketball again my favorite phrase stick and ball sports right they're not going pro i mean you know what that's like these days they're not nine out of ten professional athletes or nine out of ten college athletes will not get a paycheck in their in their given sport you're so fucked they just won't uh so is not thinking about the student athletes grades really looking out for them no it's not it's nobody I, i i will again keep telling you nobody cares about their grades and to your question so is not thinking about the student athletes grades really looking out for them it's not and it's why guys like dion and guys like nick saban and kyle whittingham and kalani sataki and bronco mendenhall and and there are more clearly the guys i've been around pete carroll no (laughs) no uh pete carroll was wonderful about this right he always they always tell you, listen, you're not likely to get a pro paycheck. Get in the books, get in your, get in your studies, be it, be a, be an all, you know, an all American in the classroom, which is what Nick Saban says all the time, because what do you have to lose by being an all American in the classroom? And I, I just, I think it's, I think it is really important to to have that you have to have your education absolutely it's it's not negotiable um nil should be connected to grades no it should not no it should not and Lokman, the reason i disagree is because nil is not about the white hairs that control you know college athletics nil is about caitlin clark doing a deal uh, what thursday with gatorade adding to her i think she's got deals with apple and buick that has nothing to do with Iowa. That has nothing to do with the white hairs. That has to do with she's a hell of a basketball player that has prepared herself day in and day out to be an elite, elite performer. And Gatorade wants to represent her. We built this program on NIL. Period. That's what it's about. And if you connect, the other thing that you have to remember is when you connect NIL to grades, the 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 unequal playing field of education at lower levels from grade school to intermediate to high school. And do you really think there's a level playing field from the inner city to the suburbs in just about every, every town in this country? I can tell you as somebody that went to school in the Chicago public school system and then moved to the suburbs and went to one of the highest rated high schools in Illinois, that's not an easy transition. And the kids in the inner city are not getting the preparation in the classroom that the kids in the suburbs are getting. And when you when you go to private school or charter school, what you, you can't compare what a, a kid from the inner city, the education he has access to or she has access to, to what your suburban kid has access to. So saying, well, you know, your grades suck. Well, you know, nobody taught me how to prepare for tests. Nobody had an AC, like when I, you want to know the, the change that I had when I went from public school to like really good education in the suburbs, I had no idea what an AC, ACT test was. I had no idea. And you know how I found out? Because I went to a school, Adelaide Stevenson High School in Lincolnshire, Illinois, or Prairie View technically. One of the first things I had to do as a freshman was take an ACT prep course. <coughs> 
<clears throat> and I was like, what the, f- what is this? I don't know what I think what this is. It's a completely different universe. Yeah. You can't tie NIL or a kid's ability to make money to his ability to pass a test. That's not the right way to go. Completely agree. Uh, Cyclone Steve, pros can't move every year. They have contracts. Okay, so what's one got to do with the other? Uh, Professional athletes also highly compensated. The the average MLB player (laughs) on a minimum salary is more highly compensated than most people in college. The thing, and I don't know if your point, Steve, is to not allow kids to openly transfer. Here's the issue, though. Do NAL in the portal right, and you won't have to worry about losing your entire basketball team like Bobby Hurley at Arizona State every year. Because you're an asshole, people don't like you, and you're tough to play for. Probably why your kids keep transferring every year, right? If you treat kids well, you prioritize their needs and, and their wants, and you help them see a future like Nick Saban or Deion Sanders or maybe kids won't leave at historic levels. The bottom line is kids are going to transfer when they see something better for themselves. And the thing that makes guys like Nick Saban, because everybody's going to lose people. Right. Every every coach. turnover. But when you see guys losing 5, 10, 15, 20 people, and they're not flipping a, a roster. That's when you're like, okay, what is the story here? Because in my opinion, the transfer portal is far more important and impactful than National Signing Day high school recruits. Absolutely. And the high school recruits still really important. But just because you didn't get them in high school doesn't mean that you can't get them later down the road. That's the difference. Yeah, and I think, you know, the quality of your program and the 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 level of turnover you have every year stands out to these kids. I mean, you know, one thing I never hear people talk about is like, hey, that senior in high school is smart enough to know the difference. Smart enough to know, hey, man, every year under whoever, Ryan Day, uh, Kirby, Nick Saban, there's X amount of turnover. What does that mean? Does that mean that, that, that I have a better chance if there's less turnover under Nick Saban? Well, if I'm bought in and my grades are good and I'm performing at a high level in the film room and, you know, I take that that high-level performance off the field and I put it onto the field, I should be in a pretty good place. And, and that's what I think no one talks about. Like, winning in college football specifically really brings credence to these recruits because you can say, hey, man, you know, like, we put guys in the league regularly. Yep. And I can take you from where you are but, now to there. But it's why you look at the... And I'd have to look it up real quick, but the top 10 recruits in the country, um, the top 10 recruits in the country um, are committed to Ohio State, Nebraska, uh, Georgia, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Missouri, Auburn, Texas, Miami, and Alabama. So, not for nothing, just based on what the, the transfer portal looks like there and based on what the recruiting rankings look like, what you're telling me is people want to play at major universities. Right. So maybe NIL isn't the beginning and the end. Maybe Arch Manning wanted to play at Texas and he's willing to sit another year because Quinn Ewers is coming back. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe a kid like Rayola wants to go to Nebraska because his old man went to Nebraska. Which has been done a million times. I, I, I'm, I will continue to say 
Kids want to play in the biggest games on Saturdays. Their dream isn't to make a ton of money in NIL. Their dream is to make, you know, to play in these big games, Alabama and Georgia, while making money in, in NIL. Because they know if you're a kid like Brock Bowers, who nobody knew that kid's name two years ago, you know all of a sudden why I play at Georgia. We went back-to-back national championships, went to three straight SEC championship games. And all of a sudden, that kid is going to be a first-round pick in the draft. I, I mean, this is, to me, NIL is important. It's not the most important thing. I still maintain, and hey, this Nick Saban's going to retire thing, okay. Maybe that's true. Who's going to replace them in Alabama? Because that's far more important than how much NIL money they're going to make. That's the question. Good luck. Who's going to replace Nick Saban I when want, he does retire? I want nothing to do with being the guy that replaces Nick It's going to be a tough Saban. job. Yeah, dude. It's going to be a tough job. Ryan Willie, who's been a member for four months. Wait, you, you, I get it. It's your birthday and you're checked. Right. You do might, you know what that's like these days? Yeah, I don't. I, I've stopped celebrating birthdays, um, and I don't get Christmas yeah. gifts from my child. That's so, not true. You know, bro. I'm just over here doing my. Thing. That's bullshit. Uh, SEC and Big won't let it happen. Too much money. Do you really think the TV money's going away? <coughs> TV money's never going away. Come on, bro. There will only be more TV money. Come on, Ryan. I know you're better than that, dude. Let's so, go. Come on. What, and to your point, when we're talking about every school being independent. It's still the AP top 25 in the college football playoff. Now, if that happens, if every school went independent, let's say, you'd have to change the way you select teams because conference AQs go away. But it's still the college football playoff. Yes. And it's still the AP top 25. The only difference is now you don't have to play Epsilon State University, otherwise known as Syracuse. Yeah. Kyle McCord went to Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be a red ass. Oh, bro, that's awesome, dude. But it's what I say about Nate Johnson from Utah going to Vandy. And people are like, oh, jerk. Uh, no, I think Kyle McCord to Syracuse is really smart. I think Nate Johnson to Vandy is really smart. You know why? There's no question who the starting quarterback at Syracuse is. It's Kyle McCord. Yeah, here's the difference, though. Utah to Vandy has nothing on Ohio State stepping way down to Syracuse. But who cares? That kid knows he'll be able to transfer again if it went horribly wrong. But he's the starting quarterback at Syracuse. They're going to play games of significance. And if he performs, and he's really talented. Kyle McCord, I think, is a victim. Um, and again, I think Lloyd Carr and his play calling at Ohio State yeah, he's Kyle McCord's going to have to prove that because I'm not giving him that benefit of the doubt. I said Lloyd Carr. I don't give a damn who his head coach is. The head coach wasn't throwing the football in a double cover. I'm calling repeatedly. Ryan Day Lloyd Carr. I'm aware. Acknowledge my greatness. Okay, here's what you need to acknowledge. I don't care who well, Lloyd Carr is, dude. I don't that's know who Lloyd Carr is. Time. I don't know why it's a funny joke. Yeah, that's I turn in 30 today. Lloyd Carr had liver spots before I was even conceived. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Lloyd Carr was on AARP before I was boiling in the bag, bro. Yeah. No, he wasn't. You're a jerk. Uh, Big Blue Horses for $2. Has Coach Witt, has Coach Witt improved the Utes with the transfer portal? I would say he has. He's a phenomenal recruiter as well. Like yeah, I, I think the thing for Witt is not so much making the splashes in the portal. He needs to do that. But, like, he's always been a guy that wants to turn – 
you know, the, the unchiseled gem into a gem and you never know who that's going to be. Cause it all depends on who wants to work the hardest, but until, and again, I'm not criticizing you wit, but until you come up to the middle a little bit and stop trying to turn quarterback prospects into safeties, you're probably not going to win an Addy at Utah. And that's, what's frustrating is that, is that there is talent in the portal. Kyle Whittingham is a hell of a coach. It's absolutely ridiculous to me just how much success he's had doing it this way. But at some point, you need a a grade A starting quarterback. And I'm tired of waiting around, with all due respect to Cam, for Cam to come back healthy. Like, is Brant Keithy even alive? Anybody seen Brant Keithy lately? Yeah. Just, Just a question, is dude alive? Like, we're not seeing, I'm not seeing the big, like, splash moves per se. I'm not even seeing your guys celebrating the upcoming season in the Big 12. Yeah, I think the issue for Witt is, for example, Jaquindon Jackson over the weekend. Nobody's upset they're losing Jaquindon Jackson. Nobody's upset. Um, I look at the 15 commits that you have at, at Colorado, and I say, I understand why most of these kids are going to Colorado. I look at the three commits Witt has at Utah. And listen, I think that Keenan Johnson from Georgia Tech's a really good pickup. Um, I think Carson Ryan from UCLA, the tight end, really good pickup. John Henry Daly from BYU, really good edge rusher and a big pickup. It's not enough, and I would guess that they're not done. But you've got to find a way because you look at the Big 12 and you look at you look at TCU. TCU, in my opinion, uh, getting Bless Harris, the the tackle from Florida State, that's a really nice pickup for TCU. Mm-hmm. And you start looking at some of the, you know, Drake Dabney, the tight end, going from Baylor to TCU. I, I spent about an hour sitting next to Drake Dabney at uh, Big 12 Football Media Days. That interview's on our, on our channel right now. Um, Drake's a good dude, and he's a prolific pass catcher, and he's going to TCU. Did you really think TCU was going to have the year they've had and then just do nothing? No, I don't I don't think that that was going to happen. You know, and and you look at the the names that they have and and you start asking yourself how good is the Big 12 going to be next year? I think it's going to be phenomenal. I think it's going to be really good. Now, are you excited that Baylor, Kansas, and Iowa State has zero commits? No. Are you excited that Oak State's only got two commits? I'm not really but that Monty, excited. Monty's been in the portal, man. But that's my point. I'm a man. The mullet's got two commits, and people are like, my God. You kidding me, boy? No, I'm not. Stay hard. I'm not. I do, always. <laughs> but my point is, I think Kyle Whittingham, I think is, we'll see. Work to be done, bro. We'll see. I, I don't. Um, I don't particularly think that it'll be interesting to see how the Big 12 evolves. Yeah. Uh, and he says, Dan Lanning just gave Dion another FU. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Jeff Woodworth, a member for five months. Thank you, Jeff. I get my membership from NIL. I'm sure you do. Yeah, man. I think God's name, image, and likeness. And he, who's been a member for three months, gets his membership from Uncle Phil Knight. How do you like those Jordan golf shoes I got you for uh, 
I don't know yet. I haven't played for your bir- for Birthmas. I haven't played in them for Birthmas. I can't comment. So I, I, you know, you got, I got you a Scotty Cameron putter for Birthmas. How, how's that Excellent. working out? Excellent. Beat a guy. Uh, I was playing uh, with the girlfriend. Picked up the rando single on the course, you know, to make a threesome. And you had a and, threesome no, while playing no, golf. No, no, Scott. no, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, Scotty treated me well, dude. I, uh, you know, was playing a little uh, dollar a hole position golf and uh, made some birdie putts. Who knew, Where, Scotty? Where's my cut? What do you mean, where's your cut? Exactly. San Diego State Glenn says, happy birthday, Jake. It just means more when it comes from me. Okay. Okay. Lopes Van Gate gave you 379. Lopes Van Gate. $3.79. <laughs> happy birthday, Jakey. Two old school rent a grown up movie like the Godfather. <laughs> If you oh. the new the new ones on the show don't know that don't know that Raz man oh you old timer baby Cougar tracks for two dollars happy B day Jake you're one spoiled kid have fun he is he's a brilliant guy all these uh, he got so many great gifts for his birthday from from me and Mrs Monty what what'd you get me oh you didn't give me anything for Christmas that's right. that's not true dude trucker Chris for five dollars hey trucker Chris what's up man minor league football money grabbers should have to compete against pro money grabbers on Saturdays I don't know what that means. what the hell does that mean bro I'm, I'm not the smartest tool in the drawer but you know <laughs> Joseph Harper a member for three months on the Monty program the James Conn movie, The Program. Best example of why an education is important. Yeah, program. I'm going to need the keys to that motorcycle, son. Uh, happy birthday, Jake, and hi there, Monty. Hey, Joseph Harper. <laughs> Joseph, by the way, Joey. Joey. Hey, Joey. Joey. Joey boy. Finally came around to understand you've never been against a sex machine. Know your role and shut your mouth. One on Devin Booker. Anybody here? Bradley Beal. Oh, my <laughs> Final. Yeah, big three money. Yeah, ass. nice ankle, bro. Out for weeks. Jerk. Uh, DK for $10. Texas flipping five star safety full semi from Florida is huge. It is. And, and again, I'm 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 just telling you, I continue to tell you this that you are going to you are going to see that. There's just no way that the blue bloods aren't going to continue to wreck people. Yes. It, it sorry man. Like I understand you're upset and I understand that you know when you look at you know arguably the number one player in the country, Jeremiah Smith, where's he committed to? Ohio State. You know, you look at Ellis Robinson the 4th from IMG Academy and if you're not paying attention to IMG Academy, Dude, football machine. He's going to Georgia. Cam, Cam Coleman from from Alabama nine 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 zero nine nine recruit going to Auburn. Julian Sayan, quarterback from California. Where is he going? Uh, he's going to Bama. Dylan Rayola now going to Nebraska. Micah Hudson, the wide receiver, going to Texas Tech. Like you look up and down the board, you look at the top ten. There's not a small school in the top ten. Yeah, where's um Alabama directional in the top ten? Yeah, Williams uh and I can we're neary. The uh defensive lineman going to hey Dakota Tubbs, Missouri. Nine 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 again. 
right? I, I mean, you go up and down this list. Dion got Jordan Seaton from IMG, the, the tackle. Huge win. Probably the biggest recruiting win of his head, head coaching career. So we could sit here and say, oh, well, we need NIL in the transfer portal. You, yes, better be out recruiting. Yeah. You better you be gotta recruiting. Out, you got to get out ahead of it. It, it. it just is not, it's not okay anymore to say, well, you know, and I, I am famous, I think, because of by good looks, but also because I, I'm not somebody that believes we should be telling a kid that he's the best and you're the worst. I hate the, the star system. And it means nothing. Once you once you sign that letter of intent and you strap on in spring football, the, that rating system means absolutely nothing. It is arbitrary. It is look how good I look Fast. on Instagram and Snapface, and that's all it is. Yeah. And then once you put on a helmet, you better be able to live up to that star rating because how many five-star kids are two-star athletes? Yep. A lot of them. A lot. And there are... And I, I will say there are a hell of a lot more five-star failures than there are like two-star success stories because a lot of it, in my opinion, is is ridiculous. Oh, wow, breaking news, you guys. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, uh, Chard Cake comes in two minutes ago and says uh, Dylan Rayola flipped to <laughs> Georgia today. Dude, holy, <laughs> holy cow. How did wow. we not know that? Dude, I Dude, you've been sleeping on the job, dude. How did you know, we... you bought me all these Are gifts you sure? for my birthday, and you didn't know that Dylan Rayola flipped his commit from Georgia to Nebraska? Hey, Chard Cake, uh, he's not he's not going to Georgia. What would I do without you? He's going to Nebraska. Oh. We just talked about that a minute ago. Jeff Woodward, T. Higgins, TD, grab best catch of the year. Eh. I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to make a Bears joke. I'm not. Gonna. Oh, sorry. I, I thought you were you were gonna make a you know a KT joke. Not doing it. Uh, immaculate. Well, uh, Oregon State and Washington State buying their way into the Big Twelve sounds like a conspiracy theory. Well, I mean, if it was actually gonna happen. Infowars.com. But it's not. No. So, immaculate. At least you come back and admit how wrong you guys were. Well said. I mean, I would think anyway. Immaculate. For no. those of you who don't know, what? Uh, don't go down the rabbit hole. It's fine. Okay. No. Good to see you, Immaculate. Uh, D-Rock Irish, Rayola heading to Nebraska. <laughs> I hadn't heard that. That's great news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shouty, true blue blood will get all the best players. They always do. Yep. They always do. You're exactly right. Mike Smith, Rayola uh, doing the hokey pokey. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, Gumby fresh out, Dante Moore. Yeah, Dante Moore in Oregon's looking real nice, man. We'll see. I, I um I'm interested to see. I want to know how many kids value Oregon at a higher level now. Cause I think it's I think Dante Moore is a very interesting one. Well, I mean, if you don't want to play in the in the traditional Big Ten. I think you go to Oregon, you go to SC. I, I mean, if you want to play West coast football, but you want to play on the national stage, you're going to a big 10 West coast school. That's what you're doing. But what do you say about like Malachi Nelson from USC? Mm -hmm. Number one, wasn't he the number one quarterback last year? I believe so. Yeah. Now he's in the transfer portal. I mean, I don't know how you, I don't know how you, I don't know. How do you explain that? 
Very interesting. I, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how all this plays out. I, I truly do. I truly, truly do. And I think it's it's one of those things where guys like Dom, Dominic Rayola do not come along every day. And, or Dylan Rayola do not come along every day. He's a he he has got the DNA of an NFL stud, and the kid's a really good quarterback. Thanks. And now he's he's going to Nebraska. And it's I I still I still think one of the biggest mistakes in the history of of college athletics is that Nebraska is is not in the Big Twelve. Right. I think it's one of the the biggest mistakes that we have. I think we have ever seen. Right. And it's just my opinion. I don't think that I, I don't know how you um, I don't know how you explain it. I don't know how you fix it, but it is what it is. And I think when you look at the way some of this stuff works out, maybe it's for the better. Nebraska is not there anymore. They should be in the in the Big 12. They, yeah, they absolutely they should comeback, be. If they ever make a comeback in the Big Ten, it'll be a great comeback. Tanner Plummer. Oh, hey, Immaculate. You've been MIA uh, locked on Big 12. What's up? Yeah, that's cool. Immaculate's always welcome here. I don't think we've ever. Oh, dude, I'm good. You know, shouty. Like how Colorado didn't do much this season. Yeah, they weren't, you know, they don't do anything. I think he had one of the best years and people just love piling on that. Love piling on it. And, you know, which I, I get it. I get it. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out, breaking news. I had Whataburger for breakfast today. Wow. Because it's garbage. I'm a huge Whataburger guy. I'm a huge Whataburger guy. I am. Uh, James Oak State. Oh. Robert Allen. Who's Hi, a, this is James. Welcome back. A sideline reporter for Oak State. Yay. Uh, has said for years the star system is worthless. When you have an SNG coach like Robert Glass, he takes three star recruits and makes them four. Just because a guy can bench, you know, three fifteen doesn't mean he's. I, that's just me though. Uh, Immaculate Tanner, funny enough, was on with him last night in the episode released this morning. That's great. Cool. Neat. Not uh, really sure what that has to do with us, but no. you know. Hey, get your pub on while you can, right? Glad to see any improving. They needed it. No doubt about it. Sean Rollins. Guys, guys, guys. Guys, 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 guys. Shane, uh, hey TCU guys. quarterback Morris entering the transfer portal. Isn't everybody? But see, like, that's a guy that could go out and find a better spot, I think. You know, like, yeah. yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Tanner Plummer, no rabbit holes. Well, it's Jakey's birthday, so I guess not. Exactly. Exactly. You know, immaculate. Come back to admit it. Did I guarantee it? Yeah. You said it was going to happen. You straight up said it was going to happen. So. You, okay. Okay. I'm going to hold you accountable once. And then until you get over it, we just don't need to talk about it. But you did not say you thought it was their best chance. No. You said that's what's going to happen. Uh, based on the information I have, so let's not let's not play this game, dude. It's cool, you, you know. I, I you guys I got heard... your views and clicks out of it. Why are you trying to walk it back now? Yeah, it's cool, man. Like I think I think what people have forgotten nowadays is there's dignity in saying, "Hey, yeah, I got it wrong," but based on the information I had, that's what I thought was going to happen. But that's not what happened. Okay, great, cool. That's fine. I can respect that. 
Let's not sit here and try to spin though. Yeah, please. Mike Smith, YouTube premium is worth it. Yeah, you don't get ads on YouTube premium. I mean, it's yeah, not boy, us. Try me then. It's not us playing ads. YouTube plays ads. No, we don't have control. Is someone over complaining ads. about ads? Apparently. I would, oh, right here, conundrum. These effing ads are getting old. We have nothing to do with then that. They pay for YouTube premium. <laughs> we have nothing <laughs> like, to do with that. Yeah. So um, I really like Will Howard to SC. So do I. So do we. He's a perfect <laughs> fit there. Maury Alvarez, season's greetings from the Magic Kingdom. What's Bro, up, are you dude? living at Disney World now? Let's go. Maury, what's your favorite ride at Disney World, bro? What's your or your kid's favorite ride or whatever? What's the what's the go-to? Vorlon Angel 1811. What's up, Vorlon? Uh, did anyone see the ARC QBKJ Arkansas QBKJ Jefferson? <laughs> bro, did you see Buddy's tweet though? Obviously, everyone has seen that, but the tweet. He said, We out this B. Yeah. What? Like, damn. There are some bad things happening. There are some bad things happening at Arkansas, when you lose, bad things happen. Yeah. When you lose, it it, it gets ugly. I mean, it, and I think when you look at what we're talking about today, you know, like this Oregon State, Washington State thing, I think Oregon State and Washington State have handled this perfectly and they understand their best opportunity is yet unknown. Oh. Yet unknown. And we told you last week, we'll tell you again this week, we have been told repeatedly that they understand they need to bide their time. And I I still maintain that they don't have an avenue to merge. Now I just think it's too late. But I think you're going to wind up merging with the Mountain West for the 2026 season, if that's even possible. Because I think there's so much that's going to happen just in the next year. 2026 is light years away in terms of college changes, rule changes. I don't believe that you can anymore plan for things to change because they're so seismic. There are no longer any small changes in college athletics that that doesn't exist anymore. It, it just doesn't. Um, it is, you know, it is what it is. Oh, gee, Gary, Dante Moore to the nah. LSU. I don't think so. Nah, dude, I think he wants to play for Lanning. I really do. I think Dan Lanning's a hell of a coach. It's a hell of a coach. Jeff Woodworth, Immaculate is all about master clickbaiting. You guys, everybody on YouTube, if you're not click, if yeah, you're not like, a, I, your thumbnail and your title are the essence of your success or your failure. I just don't understand how this is so hard to understand. Anybody want to call me? It's somebody, oh, you guys are all about clickbait. You're yeah, just trying to get me to click. Damn right yeah. we are, bro. That's right. That's exactly right. Holy cow. That That's exactly right. And it's not an insult. The fact that you're here telling me that I, I have clickbait, fucking right I do. I am really good. <laughs> I'm really good at it. I'm really good at our job. He makes the thumbnails. Damn I write right. the title. Damn right. And I'm really good at writing titles because being top 5% on, on any sports stream globally. Yeah, we we took that jump. It used to be just in a, in North America. Now we're top 5% globally of right. all sports streaming shows. According to YouTube. Yes. YouTube says so. Uh, I hope buying a ribeye is on the 2024 to-do list. Teddy Wayman needs to put in less <laughs> tile, bro. I'm absolutely in for buying a, I got, the advocates are amazing. So the advocates, if you watch the show last week, you saw that they sent us a massive cleaver, a knife that's, it, it that I, I need to lift weights. That knife is Come heavy. It's got this beautiful wood handle on it. In the knife box, they sent us a gift card to Omaha Steaks. 
So I ordered about $300 in Omaha steaks and had them sent to our, our spot in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah, I got ribeyes for days. I'm ready for it, Teddy. Any USC down uh, bad, lost a top uh, five-star DB and QB from back-to-back classes. I don't know if I'd say they're down bad. Uh, I look at the, I look at the transfer portal, and I look at the, the, I don't know. Call it what you will. I look at the where USC is and who they're chasing. I'm not at all concerned about where USC is. I think the reality of the situation at SC is you just got to do better. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just have to it. do better. I mean, it, it, there's no. It's not like, oh, well, we got to win 10 games. No, it's, hey, you got to be in the national championship game. It's that simple. And if that means, hey, you're the 12th team in an expanded college football playoff or the first team, great. But you got to get in. And and I'm just telling you now, it's cool that you wanted to fire Grinch and bring in a new DC. Dude, if, if, if Caleb Williams or whoever's, Will Howard, right, because Caleb's going to the league, Will Howard, let's say it is, just making assumptions here. Maybe it's not Will, but let's call it Will. Dude, whoever's that quarterback, damn well better be able to roll out right and complete a pass. Because Caleb Williams at the end of this season was running for his life constantly and panicked a ton. Yeah. yeah. And, and I defense think, didn't help you. I think when you look at guys like Malachi Nelson, I think the bigger loss is at running back, not quarter. USC's got quarterbacks for generations. But when you look at USC and you start looking at Rayleigh Brown going to Arizona State, uh, and you start looking at Darwin Barlow, who isn't committed anywhere else, but is in the portal and has been for three weeks, that's where USC, you're like, okay, you're losing uh, Matthew Colombo as well, Darwin Brown, Rayleigh Brown. Like, you look at the guys that are in the portal, it's running backs that worry you. And, and I think I look at SC's path, you know, as you head into the Big Ten, and, and I say, look, man, like, obviously, you know, the Big Ten – I'm going to go out on a limb and say is a little bit easier in totality than the Pac-12 was. But winning the Big Ten, I would say, is just as difficult because it's not about, hey, oh, yeah, the 10 total games are as difficult. It's not about that. No. Hey, can you beat Michigan? Assuming yes. Jim is still there, which we have no idea, of course, right? That's a huge question mark. But can you beat Jim? Uh, uh, can you beat Ryan Day? And furthermore, before those two, can you beat James Franklin consistently? Because I do believe Lincoln Riley in the Big Ten needs to prove that he can beat Penn State with regularity before we start saying, hey, yeah, they're going to compete for the Big Ten. Because if you don't have a defense, you're no better than Penn State, dude. Like, Penn State's got this great defense and no offense. Well, what is SC? They're a one-sided football team right now, and that's why Lincoln needs to be more prolific in the portal. And that's why he needs to develop. And that's why you need a DC who will do the damn job. Because the reality is what makes you different than, uh, let's say, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. Oh, that's right. You can drop 50 on anybody at any time. Anybody. Yeah. You just can't stop anybody. Yeah. Including Immaculate, who just... Did you show up to fight today, dude? Like, I mean, you don't have to be here. I don't like, see, this is what I don't understand. I think you're probably just here to try and pull viewers for your show, which, hey, knock yourself out, man, if if that's what you're doing. But, you know, going going back and forth with everybody today, like saying that we just threw stuff against the wall to try and, 
it, I, I will go back and tell you, we're doing a best of on Pac-12. What were we wrong about? What did we throw against the wall and hope to turn out? Because that shit never happened on this show. We're not the ones who said hundreds of millions of dollars worth of a payday is coming. Yeah, like, like I, I don't, I, I just don't, Immaculate, I don't get it. I don't know. Like Jeremiah Champion said, I just can't with locked on Big 12. No substance. And it seems like they just kind of throw things out to see what sticks, which is exactly what you have said you're doing. You straight up said, oh, it's just my opinion. I never meant to. But are, so are you guys going to give the revenue back? Or are you guys going to give the, oh, you're not. You're not. But then you answer that by saying, I guess you forgot uh, how this show was going and saying prior to Pac-12 situation blowing up. So let me get this right. Let me get this right. What were we, what were we saying about the Pac-12 that was wrong? What were we saying? Because I'll go even go back to like the Utah Jazz stuff when everybody told us we had no idea what we were talking about with Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, like the Jordan Clarkson thing. Everybody said we were completely wrong about Jordan Clarkson. And what did I tell you? Well, he couldn't get the money he wanted elsewhere. So he opted in with a threat that he was going to walk away. So the Jazz gave him what he asked for, opted into his contract. And now what did we tell you? Hey, they're going to trade him at the deadline. What's Chris Haynes reporting today that we reported last Thursday? Oh, yeah, they're going to trade him at the deadline. And what did we report on Lori Markkinen? Available for trade. Oh, it's going to take probably a pretty large package, though, right? Similar value to what you got for Rudy. So you guys go with your opinions. We go with the people we talk to. We're not the ones coming on your show and trying to drag you for viewers. It's the other way around, man. Like, you're welcome here. But if you're going to show up and drag people and get in fights with people, I just don't understand what you're doing here. Yeah, I don't get it. It, it. it is, to me, to me, it's so weird that you guys can't do it on your own. So you go and try and get yourself attention elsewhere. If that's what you got to do, man, do it. Do it. I just at least admit what you're doing. Stop saying that now. Well, it was just my opinion the whole time. I never said it was going to happen. So then what are you doing here today? Trying to say, well, I told you guys, because your first comments were, I told you so. So you did say it was going to happen. Not that it is, because it's not. Can't have it both ways, bro. The college football playoff used NCAA rules to change the auto qualifier. Requisites so that the Pac-2 couldn't use that. No, that's not what happened. That's not at all what happened. And I would remind you, you guys were the ones saying, well, Kirk Schultz has the hammer. He's got, it's got to be unanimous. He's going to fight. He hasn't fought a single thing. And why is that? Because he needs their help. And I've been trying to tell you guys that. You don't want to listen. Not <coughs> This is not what happened. The, change the auto qualifier. Why didn't Kurt Schultz block that? It wasn't done like in the cover of night secretly. They were never... And I told people this repeatedly. this repeatedly. They were never giving you automatic qualifiers with two teams. That was never going to happen. How are you going to give the Pac-12 an auto qualifier with two teams? Everybody else has to fight through 16, 18 teams. Um, it was never going to happen. And, and you, I, you guys forever have been like, well, hey, he's going to fight. He's got the vote. He's got the hammer. He's going to stand in the way. No, he's not. Because if he stands in the way, what happens? 
Do you think he's the one that's going to suffer? No. You know who's going to suffer? The Mountain West. He's going to leverage them. It's not weird. You guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So you're throwing stuff against the wall, hoping for the best. Thanks. Don't hope for the best. Go call people. Do the legwork that actual people with connections do. That's what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, like, I, I, this is what, this is, and this is probably too much now, but this is what's wrong with podcasts. You're a podcast. You host a podcast. We host an actual talk show. We actually have connections, so we don't throw stuff against the wall and hope for the best. When's the la- what was the last thing we were just Good Lord. way wrong about? Like It, it just makes like me crazy. Way off base. It, it, it makes me crazy because this is what's wrong with podcasting. This is why, because we, we, we're not talk show hosts, we're salesmen. Yeah. So when we're out talking to people like, yeah, we don't, we don't buy podcasts. It's like, Hey, we're not a podcast. And we show them the certificate we got from YouTube. Hey, top 5% globally. And we do five shows, three hours every day, five days a week. Now we're doing like, and you know, uh, conundrum, Monty Jake, almost vacation time. It is. You're exactly right. You know, what's so funny too. And I don't even say this to say that we're better than anybody. You know, last year, in 2022, we crossed 10,000 subs. And yeah. that was like a huge thing for us, right? Like, hey, we got to get to 10,000 because yeah. then we can do a lot of different things. And, you know, it just really helps us do what we need to do to keep this thing going. And then from there, dude, we just spent 2023, you know, climbing to 50,000 subs. I mean, I know we're not there yet, but we're just about there. You know, so to me... I'm looking at this and I and I say, hey, like I know subs aren't everything and, and it's definitely a vanity plate item, but the show's doing good. And the show wouldn't do good if we just threw stuff against the wall and didn't know yeah. what the hell we were talking about. So forgive me, Immaculate, and whoever the hell else wants to come in here and hate, because before Immaculate, it was Swaim, it was, you know, all these dudes coming in here talking a bunch of junk, all the local beat reporters in Salt Lake, the radio guys. Uh, I, I mean, the laundry list of haters, dude. It is. Notice none of them talk about us anymore. Why is that? Because you got nothing on us. Nothing. We don't work for somebody. Yeah. We don't, we're not employees, dude. We do this thing full time. It's yeah. not a side piece like your show is. This is what we do, man. So we take it so, seriously. So when you want to come on our show, and I can assure you, I'll never be in your comments section. You could be assured on that. But if you're going to come in here and try to play both sides of the fence, it's probably not going to be received great, dude. That's what I'm telling you. So I'm just I'm just trying to get you to see. If you want to come in here and say, hey, man, look, I, you know, I, I got this part of it wrong and, and I appreciate what you guys do. Okay, cool. You don't have to say we got everything right, but let's not be an idiot in the comment section. Like nobody's nobody asked you to come here today and fight with everybody. There's no need to do that. Yeah. Um, Tanner Plummer, the last time I can think of you guys were wrong was JC leaving back in the summer. Au contraire. Now look what happened. So here's here's the whole yeah. Jordan Clarkson story, because yeah. now we're going to yeah. talk about this anyway. Yeah. So Jordan Clarkson, and I'm not going to say who, but somebody very close to Jordan Clarkson told us, hey, we're, we're out. We're opting out. We're kind of, and there was a whole conversation around, you know, the the situation with the team and the frustration and, okay, cool. Well, like 
a day later, he opted into his contract. And so we were like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So we were digging into it. And the he, he didn't have a better deal than his deal with the Jazz. And the Jazz made him a soft promise that, hey, we'll trade you at the deadline. We'll send you to a contender. And so we've kind of been monitoring that very closely. And so it's not a surprise to us because we told you, I think three weeks ago and then last Thursday, the Jazz are open for business. Like this season's been a disaster. And the issue is there's not now a market for Jordan Clarkson. And why is that? Why is that? He's not had the best start to a season. And why is that? (laughs) Oh, that's right. Because he's not motivated because you missed on Jordan Clarkson. Why is Jordan Clarkson not motivated right now? Why is Jordan Clarkson not having a great season right now? And I know it's early. It's early and I'm open to that. Hey, we're, you know, haven't even seen the all-star break yet. Okay, cool. It's early. But why is he not having a great year just like he did last year? That's right. Because he's playing for a bottom feeder team this year, right? Who's not going to contend for anything. He got paid, but he's not interested in getting paid at this stage of his career. He's interested in winning one championship before he's retiring. Yeah, Jordan's set for life. He's so, he's a really smart so, dude. So let's not say, and Tanner, I'm not coming after you specifically, and please don't take it that way. But I want to make it very clear because there's a mis, there's a misnomer that we were way off on Jordan. What everyone seems to forget is we told you, hey, he's gonna get, they're gonna move him. Then he opts in, and what did we say? Hey, the situation changed. I remember doing the show. Hey, the situation changed. The Jazz said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna move you to a contender. You got to opt in." Oh, so the deadline's coming up, and all of a sudden, the national media is reporting that Jordan Clarkson's available. Who the hell knew? Yep. So let's not let's not say, "Oh, you guys missed on JC." No, we didn't miss on JC. What happened is is the Jazz backtracked on J on JC. It was, "Hey, we're we're gonna move you," but then they didn't come through. Then, so we paid you. Now we're going to move you now. And the problem is the Jazz are going to lose big on JC because you overpaid him, which means there's not as good of a market and his numbers being down do not help. Yeah. So they're not in a strong position. I think it's, I just think it's one of those things where like this Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks story, this is a five-year courtship. (laughs) A saga. Good Lord. This is a five-year courtship. And I think we are finally getting to the end of it. I, I truly think that we are we're at a point now where we are finally getting to a place where we are going to see Donovan Mitchell join the Knicks. Let's talk NBA hoop. Thank you to our friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. I tell you every day, guys, it is an absolute rush. And day trading is a skill. No, as I proved at the driving range and on the course yesterday, I can't hit a golf ball to save my life. Uh, but but we are making money at Tri-Day Trading. Mm-hmm. And watching your account build and grow in value, dude, there's nothing more, there is nothing more rewarding than putting in the time and the effort to learn a skill and then seeing that pay off. Tridaytrading.com. Don't wait for the new year for your resolutions. Please get it done right now. Make the money you deserve to make, whether that's your full-time gig or your part-time or side hustle. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. They have a $10 30-day trial membership. Their $10 goes to charity. This month, it's an awesome charity. It is Sub for Santa. That $10 goes to Sub for Santa. So somebody who isn't going to get a Christmas gift 
or they're going to get a Christmas gift from Tri-Day Trading, you get a 30-day trial membership. And after 30 days, hey, if it's not for you, walk away. You're clean, man. You get a $10 tax write-off. There's no obligation. There's no further cost. But trust me, you're not going to want to because it is an addiction. It is so fun. I am excited to go home tonight and look at the Japanese yen against the Australian dollar and buy or sell based on where the market's going. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, let's catch up on Super Chats. Um, Paolo gave for, for $5. Happy birthday, Jake. Mine is Friday. I would like a, a Scotty Cameron putter. Happy holidays, guys. Hey, appreciate you, bro. Yeah, not everybody has great DNA, such as and like myself. Has that Scotty Cameron made a difference for you? Absolutely. No I think question I think it. it is. It, it is. It is. <clears throat> I I was skeptical. I will say that. But I think that when it comes to putters, Scotty's just the way they build them, it, it, they just have more feel, and that feel helps you putt better. And I can I would personally agree. say, and I know it sounds weird, but when you can feel the ball more as you're putting it, you have more control. Yeah. It allows you to hit the ball better. Totally agree. Pete, uh, what's up, Pete? Good to see you for $5. I've tried listening to a few of Lockdown shows. It was all opinion with no sources. That's why I like the Monty show. Good listen, work, guys. Listen, I want to be really clear, though, too. Like, I, I'm not interested in having we're a better show than Lockdown. No. Lockdown's not competition to us. Uh, they, were, they were not competition for Lockdown Jazz. They're not competition on locked on whatever Big 12 label you want to throw on that thing. Uh, we don't we don't view anybody on YouTube in the sports world as competition because you know what the dirty little secret about YouTube is? If you listen to our show, you listen to their show, and you listen to their yeah. show, you listen to our show, and you listen to that show. And what David like, Locks built on the Locked On Network yeah. is phenomenal. Yes, he's done he's yes. done a great job building a podcast network and. I I say kudos to David Locke. Yeah. I mean, the guy has had a vision and a dream, and he's he's building it. If it was easy, everyone would do it. It's not easy. And it's not. At all. Uh, Brandon Butler, a member for 11 months. Let's go, Brandon. Appreciate you, bro. Let's go, Appreciate Brandon. Uh, happiest of birthdays, Jakey Two Holes. Jazz fans are going to need to be patient. Now get your dad something nice. I'm thinking something from Cubs spring training. You, uh, he didn't, no, I Jake got some didn't buy for, me. No, he didn't no, buy me a Christmas dude. gift. We're going to have it out at the end of the show. Be here for it. He he. Okay, maybe the right thing to say is he doesn't have a Christmas gift for me. It's not true. Do you have it? Yes. You do? No. Okay. Not in my personal possession. So you don't have a Christmas gift I actually gift for have, me. I have one of two items. Okay. Okay. Sean Rollins for $5. Mental clarity for $5. Time out. Time out. Exactly. <laughs> I, you, I get fired up about stuff. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Mike Smith? Yes, exactly. I like that new podcast on YouTube called Locked on the Monty Show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mountain Mama. Well done. Uh, James from Oak State. Jake just nailed it. People uh, do listen to multiple shows. Happy, happy yeah, birthday. I just don't understand why we try to have this, this you know, measuring contest, dude. Like, yeah. I don't give a damn. Man. I hope like, every show does like, well. You know what the difference is, dude? And, and again, it's not better or worse because I don't really care. It's, it's, hey, man, we're on this grind every single day. And nobody said, everybody said, oh, well, you guys just do a little show. Okay, well, hey, now we're at 20,000 subs. Now we're doing 200,000 views a month. Hey, now we're at 43,000 subs doing 3.3 million views a month. Right? Yeah. We're just growing. It's, a, it's a, just a slow arc up. 
I'm just telling you that it is, it's one of those things where I hope you all listen to everything. Yeah. Including our show. You're not going to listen to our show every day because nobody does. There are some days you're here and some days you're not. And we appreciate any second or minute you you yes. spend with us. Hit the like button. That really helps the channel grow. We've had 2,700 views today and 100 likes. We appreciate that. We try to get 100 for every 1,000. So we appreciate that you guys support the show. But they, there are no bad shows because it, it's not up to us if our show is good or not. It's up to you. Right. You know, like for us to say a show sucks, that's why you never hear us do that. It's just not. But I do think I, I will say this. I, I I will never advocate to to jump in someone's comment section no. and start fights with other people. You want to come in here, I, and I'm I, honestly like I don't even care about this. You want to come in here and you want to promote your show? Do it, man. I don't care. Look That's how many fine. people. Look how many other shows have been in our comment section. Yeah, tons and tons, and I, I it's got to be over a dozen at least. Yeah, yeah. Of other and shows. There's nothing wrong with that, dude. Nothing yeah. wrong with it. Yeah, it 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 is. Just what it don't is. come in here and start fights and then complain that you're getting beat on. Like, yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, three sixty five is good for info and interviews, but they're kind of dry. And those guys are classy dudes. Yeah, man. they're great guys. It was good. We met them yes. at Big Twelve Media Day. They it, like it. Smoke's a good dude, man. Yeah, seeing those guys in person do their thing was awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I can't think of the other guy's name. I I'm terrible. Oh, oh, um, the Kansas. Yeah, I KC know Sports. I know. I, oh my God. No. No, never mind. It's fine. OG Gary, you were wrong about supporting the bursts. Yeah, well, please. We'll Sorry, get, if you're offended by that. Yeah, we'll get to the we'll get to the NFL. Axe says you can't have enough sports. I agree. Dre says lockdown sucks. I that's your opinion, dude. For you guys, your not for opinion, us. bro. Monty, so old that from 50 miles northwest of Detroit, I heard you. I heard a young Chuck Swirsky, circa 1980, who didn't know in '79 who Thomas the Hitman Hearns was. Swirsky in 79 was around Jakey Tuhol's age now. Remember Chuck Swirsky? Man. No. He, I think he's now the play-by-play -play guy for the Chicago Bulls. LFG, I could be wrong. Uh, Aaron, 365 is good. Not as good as this show. Well, I appreciate Your that, Your opinion, Aaron. dude. Yeah, they're, they're good it. dudes. Yeah. Um, Gumby Fresh Out. So we're a channel of showers and growers. That's what Jake says. Well. You know, he's not a shower. He's a grower. That's right. Uh, Dre, 365 took you guys, your whole concept, shake my head. What do you mean? I don't know what that means. Dude, 365's been doing it before us. Yeah. I, I, you know, like, give them respect. Like, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, again, I, I'm not even trying to gloss them. I, they're great guys. They, yeah. do a, they do a great thing. I think if you want, honestly, if you, my honest opinion is, if you want really like just hardcore, edgy Big 12 coverage, that's a great place to and be. It really, it's Baylor. Yeah, if you want Baylor, hardcore Baylor, yeah. that's where you yeah, go. Dude. I mean, those guys, yeah. yeah, those guys know more about Baylor than so I, I don't. Ever I don't really, you know, and I'm not even criticizing was a Dre. I don't know how they stole our concept. Like, I, I think they just do a show. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what, think, you know. I don't think that, but you're wrong. Dean Allen. Hey, guys, thanks. Uh, thanks uh, for making this great content. Thanks, Dean, on Facebook. Yeah, Appreciate you're welcome, you. bro. Boston Mapes. Uh, when, well, when you decide to expand and start a bunch of mini Monty shows, me and the mayor are ready to get to work. Yeah, Damn hey, right man. you are. Let's go. Uh, 365 is biased towards G5 schools. What does that mean? Oh, Baylor. Ba Baylor's a G. So see what he did there. Baylor's a G5 school. <laughs> Should have fired Dave Aranda. Agree, big blue horses, but the young man needs to look up the camera once in a while and engage. What a big blue horse. How did I miss a big blue yeah, horse? What happened here? Uh, can be dry, but 
uh, it's good info. It is good info. It is good info. Um, locked on Connor Stallions vacuum LLC. <laughs> Boy, they locked on guy. Uh, locked on Ooh. Wolverines took a beating. They're not innocent. <laughs> They're not. Uh, no, Noel Ramirez, three sixty five is good, but sometimes it seems like it drags a bit. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Steve, is he your son, Monty? He's not. No. Uh, he's. No. I found him as an abandoned baby. After the left house. Now my dog had just died, so I was like, "Well, what screw does it, it feel like buying a Scotty for a baby you found in a dumpster?" You know what is that? What is that like for you? I mean, it must be very deep emotionally. It is because I can't threaten to like throw your ass back in that dumpster I found you in anymore. You're 30 now. Hold on, don't you have live video of when I came out oh, of the dumpster? Why do you do? <laughs> Why, Jake? Why? Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. I was a little hairy. Didn't know what a razor was. I took him home and shaved him. <laughs> oh, that video is going to live forever, dude. Forever. Uh, Tanner, when's the big 3 0 party for two holes? Uh, don't think we're having Let's one, see. dude. Uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. I haven't seen boss frog. Yeah, where's today. my boy? He'll be here at some point. John yeah. Kurtz. Yes. Selena, John Kurtz, John Kurtz. Yes. Yeah. Good dude as well. Yes. Was very nice at big 12 media day. Like it was awesome to have everybody coming up to us and being like, Hey, I watch your show every day. Hey, I watch your show every day. Like it's just good to meet people. Uh, are you having another big birthday party sometime? Uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, CKS in fairness, immaculate is not, I locked on. I thought he was. Uh, is regular in Big Twelve Mafia along with Moen? They do some good stuff. Also, I've what I don't know. Big. So 12 you're Mafia. saying you're saying Immaculate is not an employee of the Locked On Network. He just does Big Twelve stuff essentially. Okay, I guess is what that means. Yeah, I don't even dislike Immaculate. Yeah, I my biggest thing today with Immaculate is you came in here, you know, with your with your you know big stick attitude no he, he slap you came in today with oh i told you it was happening yeah, and then you got slapped like it is what it is greg swain said that oregon state and washington state are buying their way into the big 12 in 2026 that is not that's not validation it's not uh gumby fresh out monty got to see john kurtz for free we did we did good dude yeah good dude mike smith i saw monty and jake in the big 12 mafia comment section under username george santos plus one <laughs> damn we got caught jake we got caught. <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> uh you guys are seriously the best you're classy even when people are beefing with you and that just makes you guys even more respectable thanks well, Jeremiah. You, you know what it is dude and i appreciate that comment you know you know it's funny like so at one time, we had, we had a beef. Me personally, I had a beef with a local reporter here in Salt Lake. And after that, I was just like, you know what, dude? If you're going to beef with us over our show, you have no idea what we're trying to do here. They're like, clearly just no clue what we do or how we do it or, like, the like my guy's credentials over here. Nobody stops to ask. You know, you know what I always notice? Like, Immaculate or whoever. Everybody wants to criticize who my guy or us talk to. Where we get our information from. You ever take a second and be like, hey, well, where did you meet those people? Or how do you know these people? Do you ever take a second to do your homework? Well, I know you don't because you're in here saying we don't talk to anybody. When I sit here right here every single day and I know who exactly who we talk to. 
So that's why I say, like, it's they're not in here to rip us. They're in here to vent because they don't have anyone to talk to. It just is what it is. It's fine. It's LFG, uh, Smoked Senior is a legend. Yes, he is. Uh, Tanner Plummer, when's the big 3-0 party for two holes? Not soon enough. OG Gary, KJ Jefferson never tweeted that it's... <gasps> did we get Did we get duped by a parody account? It then we weren't the only ones. Account. Yeah, I saw somebody reporting No, there was that. a whole there was a whole thing about it, dude. Yeah, it was a big big deal. Yeah, I don't think that's a a parody account. I, I mean, Ooh. I'll look, but I I don't think that that was a a parody account. Yeah, I don't know about that. Tanner says, "Oh yes, Jake, you have made up a certain Deseret news reporter yet? Have you made up with her?" No, because I'm blocked. Monty uh, owes a ribeye. Sarah Todd, please unblock Jake. He didn't know better. Forgive him. <laughs> You and Sarah Todd will live forever. Hey, there's Boss Frog. There's my boy. Been here, JTH. Tim is about to lose his Travis and Taylor bet in six days to me. What's a Travis and Taylor bet? Uh, time to pay the piper. Okay. Okay. You, you know, I mean, so we are going to uh, we are going to Vegas. Mm -hmm. And we're going to, I guess we're playing Wednesday. Yeah, dude, it's the not a, it's not a, uh, 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 um, I don't think it's a parody account, dude. Like people have reported this. Yeah, a ton of people reported it. Um, oh, you mean Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Yeah, I probably oh, because it's Christmas Day. That's right. Man, I need him to cheat on her desperately. <laughs> Relax, Swifties. I was kidding. Uh, so we'll see. Um, we'll see Boss Frog on Wednesday for mm. golf and dinner. Um, Thursday's more golf. I actually think Friday is probably more golf. Saturday is Penn and Teller, and then Sunday is more golf at Pelican Hill. Boom. You know, Boom. it is what it is. Uh, Noel, uh, loved Golden Blue Dude, rest in peace. Uh, realignment videos. Yeah, he was chill, dude. He was he cool. Was. Yeah, he was good, dude. Was on uh, Numbskull News comments, and we were talking about Golden Blue Dude. At one time, he and the Monty Show were at the same number of subs, but Golden Blue Dude passed away, yeah. Yeah, Golden Blue Dude was a good dude. I, I have no problem. He with was him. here all the time. Yeah. You know what I respected about that dude? He was unequivocally himself, just a hundred percent authentic himself, man. And, and I th I'm a huge believer in that. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, two holes was invited to see Beetlejuice with a Congresswoman from Colorado for his birthday. Bro, what are you talking about, man? You going Lauren, yeah, Lauren Boebert hunting? Bro, what are you talking about, man? You going to the theater no, with Lauren no, Boebert, man? I ain't, you know. going, no, I ain't doing no Lauren Boebert groping you know. in the theater uh, and stuff. Travis and Taylor bet, are they getting hitched in six days, Boss Frog? No, we said months ago. Oh, they're not going to make it to Christmas. <coughs> probably, probably shouldn't. That was not a good bet. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike Smith, they're meeting with Boss Frog for golf and dinner and balls out chaos. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, Shane, I love the show, guys. Always a lot of great info. I enjoyed the laughter you guys bring. Oh, I appreciate that, Shane. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Keeping it lighthearted, huh? You know. Uh, I thought it said in the bio it was a parody account. Maybe it was a cover-up. I could be wrong. You know I, what it is, too, Gary? I don't know. Dude, X is so deep now that it's like, uh, who the hell knows? I, I mean, if it didn't come out of KJ's mouth specifically, like, who the hell knows? There's a projection. I think it was that they might be under a billion dollars in advertising in the first quarter. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how long. Um, I do not know how long. The, not that we're getting into it today, but the thought that just keeps racking my brain, what happens when Twitter dies? Then what? Dude. What's next? I, I don't you know. You telling me we're all going to migrate over to threads? I don't know. 
Phil Fenzer stripper gram for Jakey birthday. Should've nah, been. you know, should have been. CJ Vance, great show as always. Enjoy the content. I really enjoy the sports non-sports content. Thank you. Yeah, well, we have a best of non-sports coming for you, so make sure you don't miss that. KJ, going to wear the purple and black anytime soon. I think I have Bryles on speed Damn, dial. bro. Don't you know who I am? Hey, we were, boss, you missed it earlier. We were talking about uh, TCU just dominating the transfer portal. Like, it is wild to me that the Frogs have just... I mean, it, it is really, I, I, I don't know, it is impressive too big of a word. I, I, I feel like when we look at what we've seen from, from even, like you look at the Big 12 schools, we haven't seen, we have not seen anybody win the way that TCU has won. And I think it's going to be interesting to see um, you know exactly how all of this how all of this turns out, but you look at some of the names going to TCU. Um, you know, like Bless Harris going to TCU is no small thing. It it is no small thing. Like I, I think it is, it is huge that you're finding a way to win in the portal, and you cannot allow what happened last year to happen again. Right. Like I think the Drake Dabney signing is a is a big deal. Um, you 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 just can't like Braylon James is a really good is a really good pickup skill and talent on the outside. That's a huge pick. Donovan Sanders, a safety, is a is a huge pickup. Like I, I look up and down the list and everybody's like, Well, he played a Cal Poly. Doesn't matter. Like, go look at the tape. The kid's a football player. Like yes. Cooper McDonald, the linebacker, is a football player. Yes. And you look at, um, you know, like I, I, just any of these off, like the offensive tackles, the inside offensive Carson Bruno, um, I think is a re from Louisiana Tech is a really good pickup. It's a really good pick. Like TCU has had a very good portal, a very good portal, and it's going to be interesting to see where where all this plays out. Now, I also think you look at you look at you. Like UCF is losing dudes. Like there's a lot of big names in, in the portal, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Like where does where does DJ Lundy from Florida State end up? I think that is a big name in the portal today because I think the kid can really play. Obviously, he's not Malachi Nelson, the quarterback at USC. Sure, but I, I think there are some big names like Trey Watson, the tight end from Fresno State, can play. I still think, you know, like there's a lot of talent in the portal. I still think it really comes down to, to developers, though, man. And, and that's my biggest concern for guys yeah. like, you know, Lincoln. I know you can make a quarterback, dude, but can you develop that defense? Because as a head coach, you got to You got to be able to develop both. And and I look at Ryan Day. Can he develop a quarterback? Now, obviously, you know, he's done it. He's put NFL quarterbacks in the league who's productive, most notably C.J. Stroud right now. But 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 I just look around college football. And it always seems like tried and true Nick Saban's always got one. Always got one. And when he doesn't have one, he makes one. And that's what I think really well, defines who had a successful portal season. Because we can go, we can go down these numbers and we can say, hey, like Dion's got all these offensive linemen, and like, you know, Buddy in the SIP is doing really well. And, Buddy in you know, the SIP. Yeah, Mr. First Team All Tarmac. Yeah, he's doing really well. Uh, but if you're not gonna be able to beat like the Georgia game for Ole Miss, that's embarrassing. 
Well, the way you got mm. beat in that game is embarrassing. I mean, I understand you're not going to beat Georgia, but make it competitive. I mean, Auburn made it competitive with Georgia, and you couldn't. I also think that we put a lot of heat on the on the on the portal, and I I still I still maintain that if we're gonna if we're gonna talk this much about the portal, it cannot be the only way you win. Because I'll I'll just point this out again right here, man. You look at the look you, at that. You look at the top twenty five recruiting classes. What do you notice? That the college football playoff seemingly translates. Uh, <laughs> Georgia, right? Ohio State, Texas, Florida State, Alabama, OU, Notre Dame, Miami, but Auburn, like, Florida. At, no, notice Michigan. Notice Michigan. Thirteenth. Well, because there's a lot of there's a lot of skepticism, right? But I point this out, you guys, because you you look at the names on this on this graphic, the big boys are always going to have the most talent. Look at Fickle Wisco, twentieth in the nation, yeah. Recruiting Nebraska, like again, you guys, Nebraska twenty fifth, Kentucky twenty fourth, South Carolina twenty third, A and M twenty second, Texas. Tech twenty first and Tech had a, has had a really good portal too, and he needs one, dude. I I, I wouldn't uh, I I wouldn't go thinking that Joey isn't having a good portal because this is, see this is what I say, dude. You look at the Big Twelve and guys like Joey McGuire, dude. Your life is on the line here, man. You cannot absolutely. have some dumpster fire of a season again. I look at the portal and Caleb Douglas is a really nice pickup, talented wide receiver. That kid can play. You look at. You look at some of the the other the other stuff that that he's gotten, like Davion Carter, the the offensive lineman from Memphis, is not a small get. It's not a small get. Jalen Conyers from Arizona State's not a small get. Josh Kelly from Washington State, not a small get. Well, and, and I think you know, talking to guys like Jaron Branley at Big Twelve Media Day this past year, like those guys are fired up, man, to go in 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 you know compete for what they thought was going to be a possible Big 12 championship game berth. That's what Texas Tech's expectations were as a team coming in. And I only say that because multiple players rolled that out. I mean, and they had no hesitation about saying that. And I can tell you that Jack Burgess, the punter from Weber State, that kid can kick. Yes. He can really kick. So, I don't know. I think that a lot the Big 12 is not the the – the truck stop conference everybody would have you believe and, and I think it is texas, destination in my opinion dude texas and oklahoma leaving i think caused a lot of people to say oh well the big 12 is going to take this huge step back Ooh, geno smith active tonight oh nice dude so he's probably going to start jalen hurts is playing too let's go yeah let's go i i am uh yeah anyway yeah let's get a couple more of your comments because then we got to get to uh the knicks and donovan mitchell i think that's a big story uh let's see James from Oak State. The big boys have great facilities after I do LSU, Auburn, Alabama, Old Miss. You, Hi, you this will is see James. Welcome back. Do you think it is championship week? Yay. Again, in the spirit of uplifting, James has Bo a Dix YouTube is playing well. He has a YouTube channel where he has Bo Nix like nudes all over his channel. And <laughs> that's not true. That's 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 not true. That's bullshit. Is it though? Um, why don't you go to his channel and subscribe and then find out he does videos of, of different stadiums and facilities and, uh, agilist for $5, uh, rock shock. 
Uh, Monty, great show. Loved your coverage of the Four Corner School in the Big 12. Eager to see them play our Jayhawks. John Kurtz is super. RJCGH, Allen. Yeah, I I think, Allen, that uh, first of all, Rock Chalk, good, yeah. good on you being here. I like too, John Kurtz way. a lot. I, I, I know a lot of people watch his show. I think he's great. I think he's great. Uh, Tanner Plummer, Jay Hill is stealing all of Weber's players. Well, not all of them because some of them went to – that kid can really kick. Joey got a good punter there. And I know that people think I'm crazy for that, but that kid can really quick. But BYU's been interesting. And it's not stealing, bro. It's not. Um, I'm curious to see, like, Jack Kelly. Okay. Um, that's fine. Eh. Edge rusher, you're going to need that. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I want to see more portal for BYU. You need more. You need more activity in the portal, man. And and I really hope that, uh, you know, I really hope that like losing, um, you know, you, you're not going to cry over Soljay Mayava. You're you're just not. No, you're not. Right. But John Henry Daly can play football, and if he goes to Utah and crushes, you're going to be disappointed in that. There, there's just there's no doubt about that. But like you're you're not worried about you know, Dylan Rollins or like, I think Miles Davis is staying if I, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but you need more activity. That's what I'll say. You need more activity. It, it, it It's as, as simple as I can, as I can say it. So, uh, all right. Don't forget, uh, the Monty show is always presented by the advocates, the advocates.com. Yes. See what happened was uh, my mind locked up because I was going to say, "Don't um, forget tomorrow morning we're doing a morning show." We are, uh, and then we're out. Uh, best of starting on Wednesday every day for the rest of the year. We'll have a best of for you, um, and it's all brought to you by the Advocates, theadvocates.com. They're working with our good friends at the Road Home to provide clothing for those that are unsheltered. And you guys, I, I'm an idiot. I just want to put that forward. Uh, we were at uh, the driving range this morning at eight, you know, and it was 27 degrees out and it was cold, really cold. Uh, I had on multiple layers. I had on fresh kicks. I had on a nice pair of warm socks, beanie. I had on a beanie, a jacket, a, uh, a short sleeve hoodie, a base layer, all that stuff that we take for granted. Homeless people don't have access to that. And just because they don't have access, is it 65 degrees and sunny? It's not. They need your help. Donate to the Advocates on Venmo. Advocates donations on Venmo. Advocates donations on Venmo. $5, $20, a million dollars. Whatever you have between the couch cushions. And listen, I know you're Christmas shopping. I know that you have bills to pay. But I just ask you, if you have it in your heart and you have it in your wallet, $5 and say, hey, you know what? If this gets a pair of socks to somebody that's living in an over an underpass, uh, if this gives socks to somebody that's in a, you know, a, a shopping cart city and they built a tent out of tarps and shopping carts, maybe this sweatshirt will help them. That's what we're trying to do. It's a tough time of year for a lot of people because depression and mental illness in the unsheltered community is huge. Let's give them what they need to survive and thrive. Advocates, donations on Venmo. Advocates, donations on Venmo. The Advocates, the best injury attorneys in the business. 
You can chat with an attorney for free 24-7-365 at theadvocates.com, and it will not cost you a penny. Um, Johnny Gonzalez says, tired of getting road home. Help out with Road Home Foundation and donate. Yes, please do. They do a great job. They do an absolutely great job. Uh, James says, Richard, it probably went to GNB dude's brother or kids. What, what, what was what you, I'm lost. Golden blue Golden dude. Golden blue dude, yeah. Richard. But what I, did Richard ask? I don't know. I don't see a Richard. And donuts, how the heck are you? What's good about the portal? It gives kids uh, buried in a depth a chance to play. It does. I'm a huge believer in the transfer Malik portal. Murphy. I'm a huge believer. Yeah. Malik Murphy was never going to be a starter at Texas. Nate Johnson at Utah was never going to be a starter. He was never going to get the chance again. Go to He went to Vandy. He's going to be the starter. That's his job. He's going to get a chance to showcase himself against really good talent. See what he can do. I hope the best for him. I hope the best for him. Uh, rumor has it Bryson Branson might come to BYU. It'd be cool. Oh, Bryson Barnes. Is that what you mean? Uh, it would be cool with it. Retzloff needs competition. Yeah. Don't but, get me started on that, dude. Yeah. He I, has I, competition. Yeah. I, I think that BYU fan so desperately wants Bryson Barnes to come uh, to Lavelle and play there only because he was Utah's starting quarterback, not because somehow Bryson Barnes is this awesome talent that can lead you to the promised land because he's not. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. We'll see. All right, let's switch gears, talk a little NBA hoop because we have some uh, pretty good exclusive information um, coming up here in about 20 minutes. We'll get to the NFL because I have to defend Dak and not the Chicago Bears. Um, but we have talked a lot about the NBA and our former friend, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, you know he brought a massive haul to the Utah Jazz. Now he's a Cleveland Cavalier and I think soon to be a New York Nick. The Knicks according to our sources, are aggressively pursuing Donovan Mitchell. And the interesting part about this is the Knicks are clearly willing to give more now than they were willing to give to Danny Ainge and the Utah Jazz when they had a, really a solo chance to get Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz. Now Leon Rose, according to our sourcing, is aggressively chasing Donovan Mitchell with the Cavaliers. He is willing to part with R.J. Barrett and three unprotected first-round picks as a starting point. I think Emmanuel quickly has to be in that deal to get that deal done. But I guess the question I have, Jake, is Donovan Mitchell worth three unprotected first-round picks and R.J. Barrett? Yeah, I think that's it's difficult to say. I think for the Knicks, yeah, yeah, probably, probably. Because, you know, you look at the Knicks' step chart here, and I, the big question mark here. Really, you've got two of them, honestly, and you're starting five. Like, I, I look at this and I say, hey, man, you've got Dante DiVincenzo starting at shooting guard for you, uh, and R.J. Barrett is starting at small forward. So, to me, when I look at that, I say, okay, Jalen's playing point. Donnie's playing shooting guard. Uh, if you send R.J. Barrett out, okay, cool. I guess you'll start Josh Hart at small forward. You'll have Julius and then whatever you want to do at center. And the thing for me is the Cavs seemingly would require Emmanuel quickly in this deal, to which I say, more power to you. Ship him out. I know the guy's capable of giving you 20 here and there, but it's not like Emmanuel quickly is some somehow got anything on the Tyrese Maxis of the world because Tyrese Maxey is now twice the player Emmanuel quickly is, and it's only been 
one extra year since the last time we talked about this. So to me, I, I, I look at this for the Knicks and I say, now is the time to strike. And, and furthermore, I, and again, this is just my opinion, not, not saying we're being told this, but I look at guys like Danny Ainge and the jazz or, or other teams that are high, high in the draft, not winning this year teams. This is the type of deal you want to be a part of major Eastern conference activity that you can benefit from. And whether that's picks or adding a strong addition to play with your building blocks, whatever that case may be, this is the type of deal you want to be a part of. So is Donnie worth three first round picks, let's say? Yeah, to the Knicks, I think he is because I think in the East, if you add Donovan Mitchell, you're right there at the top of the chart. We know that. But but I yeah. don't know that that Leon Rose is willing to to pull the trigger on that because he seemingly never does. That's my concern. I, I think he's ready. I mean, just looking at the the makeup of the Eastern Conference, he doesn't have the the artillery to compete. Plain and simple. I mean, you look at how good the Celtics are um, and you look at how good they are defensively. And I look at the Knicks. The Knicks are giving up three points more a game and scoring three points less a game than the Boston Celtics. Right. And Donnie's going to help you score. And I think it, it, if you can... And let's play the game, get the Jazz involved, and you wind up sending the Jazz R.J. Barrett who sends you Jordan Clarkson in a pick. or right, yeah. Like, if you can massage this deal to make it fit into the parameters necessary to make a trade in the NBA, if you're the Jazz, I think you want to get in on that deal. Is Jordan Clarkson going to bring you a first-round pick? He's not, very clearly. But here's the other part of this story. Our sources told us today the Knicks want to make this deal now. And I think that's smart from the Knicks' perspective. They don't want to compete. The problem is I think the Cavs know the offers are going to come and they're going to be better within a week to 10 days of the trade deadline. So they're in no hurry to act. But I do think, I I believe, based on the conversations I've had, I, I do think the Knicks are ready to part with multiple first-round picks. And I think they will trade Barrett. And because I think RJ is not the player they thought he would be. Mm -hmm. He's down in scoring. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think Tom Thibodeau is a disaster as a head coach. But I, I look at Mitchell Robinson. Who knew that Mitchell Robinson was going to be such a key component to their defense? He's out now. And one, Jake can't pick him for a turnover a night in, in prize picks. <laughs> and two, they're dying without his defense. Right. So I think one of the other questions that you have to ask here is, what can the Knicks do to become a better defensive team? Donovan Mitchell's a much improved defensive player. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But who's is there a third team that will send you a big to go with that? I think that's a huge question because you start looking at what the Knicks need to really compete. Because right now you're in the sixth spot in the East. That's not where you want to be. You've got to get to three or four in the East. You've got to catch Orlando because you're not going to catch Philadelphia. Mm. In my opinion, Joe is competing for the MVP. I think the, the Celtics are clearly the best. I don't think there's any doubt um, that the Bucs are the second best, and then I think it's everybody else. You're not catching Philadelphia. No. Not the way you're constructed now. If you can go out and you can get better, and, and again, I, I look at the, the salary construction of the Knicks, it's going to be tough. There is, there is no doubt about that. Their cap situation is less than ideal. And I am a little surprised, I guess, and maybe I shouldn't be, mm -hmm. but I'm a little surprised they've fallen this far defensively. That's the scary part. I just don't think that, that they're great at developing, right? Like you're not seeing like, 
the Jazz as an example, right? The Jazz, well, you know, for all of Rudy's faults, turned him into the premier rim to rim protector in the league, and they springboarded off of that into multiple playoff berths, right? So give him credit. But the Knicks haven't been able to do that. And yes, I do like Mitchell Robinson a lot, but the fact is, is he's hurt. He's not available to you. And you have nothing behind him. Jericho yeah. Sims be damned. So to me, I look at this and I say, hey, yeah, you do need a big, but the reality of the situation is you need somebody to come in, whether that's Donnie or someone else, and fit right into that, that, that be that bridge between Jalen and Julius. You need a score to come in and be an option for, for Jalen Brunson or be be a mover to 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 Julius. And that's what the Knicks miss. They don't have the fluidity on offense to keep up with these higher-end Eastern Conference teams, which is why they want yes. Donovan Mitchell. But to your point, the salary cap is going to be a problem for it them. It is. And I think you have to, this summer, make a decision on Julius Randle if you're the Knicks because his shooting percentage from three is way off. On I, I think it's three fewer attempts a game. It there is you, you. I think you're at a tipping point there. I think you're at a tipping point with R.J. Barrett. I think you're at a tipping point with Thibs. I think you're at a tipping point with a lot of dudes. And you look at Evan Fournier's eighteen million dollars. That's something that you have to get rid of. Well, and you know that a guy like Evan Fournier is valuable to contenders. He's been with Boston. He's, He's an been expiring with... contract yes, with a dude. club option. Yes, yes, yes. So, so that's a guy who brings you options. Yeah, he brings you options because you can hang on to that and clear a salary spot. But I look at Mitchell Robinson for $15 million, and really that's it. I, I mean, is Isaiah Hartenstein's 9.2 killing you? No. No, but it's not helping you, right? I, I don't think it's helping You've you. You've got too many guys on this roster who make good money for for who they are as a player, and they're not living up to it. Right? I agree. Hartenstein's one of those guys. DiVincenzo, love him on your team, work hard guy, always getting max effort, Absolutely. but sometimes it's just not enough, and, and that's okay. But that guy can't be in your starting lineup right now. That's not going to work if you want to go out and win an Eastern Conference championship. And, and you look up and down this roster – I'm still waiting for Quentin Grimes to get a bigger role on this team. The guy is developing. He can shoot the basketball, yet yeah. somehow he's sitting way on the back end of the bench. So would I would I make a head coaching change? Am I a Tibbs guy? No. The Knicks clearly are. So that's who's going to be the head yeah. coach of this team. Yeah, and I, I, I also think if you look at what Donovan Mitchell brings, obviously the offense, he, he can be a yin and yang with Brunson. I love what he does to Julius Randle. Um, I think those are three guys who can score from anywhere on the floor. Um, I'm a huge fan of that, but you know what? I think you're in a position where you have to, you have to be decisive here because I look at the situation with the jazz um, and it's, it's a little concerning, man. I, I look at where they are. I don't think you want to be where the jazz are. I don't think you want to be where the Chicago bulls where, are. Where are, see, I think this is a question that's very much up there. Where are the jazz? Because I don't think anyone's got a real good idea of where they are outside of the fact that they're just simply not contending. They're they're not like I, my opinion is is you've lost direction in the build right now. Like like okay, we overachieved last year. Like everything's great. We're moving in the right direction, and then this year just feels like yeah, we drafted Keontae George and we drafted you know all these guys, but we haven't moved forward. Yeah, I it is a it is a real paradoxical situation. And I look at this Knicks situation. I, I think I think both of these teams 
are being drugged by the fact that they didn't make the trades they should have made at the deadline yes. last year. And Jordan Clarkson's one of those. I mean, I I look now at this Nick situation and they should have made the Donovan Mitchell trade with the Jazz. But for the Jazz, they turned that trade into a, a huge deal for them. Mm-hmm. And now you're trading Laurie Marketing, and I think it is a product of the fact that you did not trade Jordan Clarkson at the deadline last year. You were not free this summer. You were not mobile this summer. I think you made it. I think you made significant mistakes at last year's deadline that have to be corrected at this year's deadline. And here's my question with that. And I'm not saying it's one way or the other, but this is the question I have. Who decided that? Because the media said yeah. it was Ryan Smith. Yep. Now, I'm not saying it's Ryan Smith, even though that's to me what everyone's opinion is. Everyone said, hey, Ryan loves Jordan. Ryan tweeted, we're never trading Jordan Clarkson, even though that's a crock of crap. You Joe are, Ingles, anybody? You are Joe Ingles, yes. You are trading these guys. And so my question is, and again, I, and I know this is a whole saga we could go down, probably ain't got time today, but if you don't move Jordan Clarkson at, at this deadline, now, I, now I'm going to start talking about Ryan Smith. Now I need to start wondering, okay, is Ryan standing in the way of a man who's rebuilt many teams and won championships doing it? Is Ryan Smith willing to spend the money to win a championship? Is he in a position right now to spend the money? Because I look at some other teams in the West. I, I don't doubt Mark Cuban and the Mavs. I don't doubt the rebuild going on in Houston. I, I mean, we're looking at it in Houston right in front of our faces. Look at Ishbia, dude. I mean, I, I, the Phoenix Suns, even though Brad Beal's been a disaster at this point, he doesn't get the Lee at the end of his name. He doesn't become Bradley Beal till he stops act, acting like a, a human triage. Thanks. But I, I look at the owners in this league that are willing to take calculated risks. That's Mark Cuban. That is Matt Ishbia. That is not Ryan Smith. That's the Lakers. That is the Lakers. It's not Ryan Smith. And I look at where the Lakers are at. The Lakers are in a very interesting position as well. And I, I just don't know where you... Like, I look at look at the Jazz situation compared to the Lakers situation, right? The Lakers have all these expectations. Hey, championship or bust every single year. You know, Rob is a guy who's constantly under the gun, constantly under the pressure of a major market, like constantly under the pressure of Braun being the center of your team, even though it was supposed to be Anthony Streetclose Davis's team. And it's not been yet. And it's never going to be. And it's never going to be. That's absolutely right. Like, look at that situation. And then look at the Jazz situation and tell me that whether it's Ryan on his own or the entire front office team, I don't know. The Utah Jazz are way too nice about the trade deadline. The Utah Jazz are not being cutthroat enough about this rebuild. That's my fear. So is it Ainge or is it Ryan Smith? And I well, think it's Ryan Smith. At, like, listen, I'll give Danny Ainge Kelly Olynyk. There's no way, shape, or form that he's the reason they didn't trade Jordan Clarkson. Sorry, I'm not buying that. I've heard that too many times, and maybe I just don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I look at that situation. Jordan Clarkson was ready to move on. He was ready to move on. And then I think he went out and found out the answer he probably didn't want to know, which is there wasn't a major contract market for him. There was not. Because if there was, he'd opted out. And I think that he he represented something to the Jazz. And whether it's it's jersey sales, whatever it might be. And I think it was it they just handled this poorly, period. And so now you're in a spot where again brings me back to the original point. 
hey, the rebuild's off track. I have no problem saying that. You're now in a position where you've got a roster of dudes. That's it. Like, just names on a roster sheet. Like, I like Laurie. Love the love love his reliability. When, he, when he's playing, you know what you're getting. Yes. And I love that about him. Love the energy. Love the way he plays the game. Uh, but the problem is, is that everybody else around him, I don't know necessarily what I'm getting out of Agbaji. Is Agbaji going to get the chances he deserves to shoot the three ball out of the corner on a nightly basis? I don't know. Because Colin Sexton's too busy trying to be Mr. Tough Guy driving in the paint constantly. Like, you look at the roster and it's like, hey man, what are we doing with Sexton? What are we doing with JC? What are we doing with Agbaji? What are we doing with Lori? Yeah. Furthermore, my God, what are we doing with Taylor Hendricks? I don't want to see that dude play another minute of G League basketball. That dude needs to play NBA basketball now. You show me that you can put up 20 in the league, I don't care who that's against. On a rebuilding team, that's a guy that should be getting, what, 20 minutes a night at least? I, I would like, think so. I, I would mean, think so. Is that not what we're doing here? Are we Are we not in a place where we're just trying to develop guys and get better, even if we're losing a lot? Like, yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that question, man. And I think it's very difficult that when we sit here and we go over this year after year after year, are we talking about Gail Miller or are we talking about Ryan Smith? Man, it's a great question. Because the conversations are the same. Are you financially pot committed to win a championship? And, and, and the I, answer with the Jazz is, I don't think so. And how, if, Are you more committed to Travis Scott and entertainment and Smith Entertainment Group and improving the building and – and 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 just all this other stuff, business ops stuff. Or are you committed to what makes you the most money, Ryan? It's a great question. Which is winning a damn championship anytime in the near future. And I'm not saying you're behind that curve yet, but what I am definitely saying is you are beginning to fall behind on the rebuild curve. Because remember, and I remember doing shows together on this, right? Last year, we talked about it. Hey. This time next year, you should be, you know, adding three, four wins onto that mm. win total, right? We should be pushing to 40 wins. Now, we're 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 gonna barely cross 25 this year. Good luck. Yeah, good I luck. agree. Uh, hour number three of the Monty show presented by our good friends at prize picks, prizepicks.com. Prize picks MFers. Hi. Uh, use the promo code Monty to get a hundred percent deposit matching. You know, we we are growing our little prize picks community, but would love to see you guys join us. Um, you know, it's it's been interesting to play with so many people in our members only group. Tonight's a ball buster. I'll be I'll be just real honest with y'all. Real. Uh, I I went not a flex play. You power play. I powered play. And I want you guys to understand when you are, when you are, and I want to be modest about this. Um, what's the right way to say this? When you're hung like a steer, bro, chill, what? chill, dude, what? chill. Too much? Yeah, too much. Okay. Um, when you're hung like a dog leg, you know you you tend to take some risks, right? I don't think my prize picks tonight are a risk. Jalen Hurts. So you see these little smiley gremlin faces mm. here? Mm. Those mm. are more difficult ones to win. So, of course, I went three for three. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 224 passing yards. I went more. A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf are rushing and receiving touchdown apiece. Pimp's going pimp. 
Right. $20 power play to win me 120 yo! Okay. Yo! Okay. I don't know why I'm panning my chest. I don't know either, but that's fine. But the point is, prizepicks.com, promo code Monty. Show me your prize picks. Yeah. You pricks. Yeah. Uh, I will give a shout out to Joey Harper. Hey, Joey. Hey, Joey. Hey, Joey. You, bro. You prize picking MF. What's up, dude? He he sent me his prize picks and he said, um, free promo. Only reason I'm picking a six pack. Ooh. Damn, you got you danger. Got danger, Joey Bulls. Harper. Bulls. He's got um. Wow, these are interesting. DK Metcalf and LeBron James, uh, 12 and a half combined receptions and assists. Norman Powell, 17 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. More. Uh, Kobe White, Kobe, 32. Kobe! Uh, <laughs> points, uh, excuse me, 32 points, rebounds, and assists. He went more. Mm-hmm. Jake Elliott, one and a half field goals made. Oh, I love that one. He went more. Jason Myers, kicker for Seattle. Yeah. Seven fantasy points. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. And uh Yegor Sharagonovich. Uh two shots on goal or more. The forward from Calgary. Ooh, my guy. You got them cojones. Joey Harper putting it on the line, man. I'm I'm all here for it. Jeff Woodworth. Uh Mike Mike taking a Monty mid show pee break. What? I don't know. Did he? Did he? Did he? Uh, t- I like how that's become a thing on the show, by the way. I haven't had to lately because I've been well woodered. Woodered. Uh, Woodrice. Had an entire Gatorade uh, after I got home from Galf. Galf. Drank uh, 20 ounces of water, and now I'm about halfway through my, oh, yo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Yeti Thermos. Um, Joey Harper, the dreaded yeah. lag. What's the dreaded? Oh, no. No, don't. No. Buffed out, buffering, no. frozen. Stop it. Are you serious? God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Boss so Frog, which has some really nice golf courses. Ooh, golf courses. Fayetteville. Fayetteville. Why are we talking about Fayetteville? I have no idea. Uh, Brett Stubbs, in my opinion, team is unwatchable. If Laurie isn't playing, the Dallas game crushed my soul. Brett. Dude, you are not alone. I and I hate to say this, they're going to trade Larry Markinen because I think if they are, I think Larry on his own does not bring you a wealth of picks. I think if you put a package together and it's a three-team deal, Larry Larry Markinen could bring you at least two first-round picks, and maybe it's a Nick Cav deal. Maybe it's although Leon Rose is said to be in a death spiral with Danny Ainge <laughs> uh, because. And listen, I think that that again, we like to say Danny Ainged. Uh, and I think he absolutely won the Donovan Mitchell trade and the Rudy Gobert trade. Agreed. I well, and see, this is the thing. That's thank you for saying that. Why have you not traded Jordan Clarkson? Right? Hey, you won on Rudy, you won on Don. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we don't want to trade we don't want to trade JC. Nah, I don't want to trade JC, dude. Yeah. Like, I, what are we doing? I think there's going to be a lot of pissed off Jazz fans when they trade both Clarkson and Markinen in the same deal. Yeah. I think p- fans are going to be pissed. I don't see them trading Walker Kessler. We've talked about this, and a ton of people have DM'd me on it. I don't see the Utah Jazz parting with with Walker Kessler, but there's something not right with Walker right now. I, I don't know why he is not starting. If you saw him Saturday night, you should be terrified. Right. Because you look at where this team is, 
And and what are they? Nine and fourteen, nine and seventeen. The Utah Jazz. Uh huh. They lose badly on Saturday night, 125-104. Uh-huh. Walker Kessler comes off the bench to play 18 minutes, a minus 28. One block, a turnover, an assist, and three boards. What the f- was that? And I... I Injured, not injured. He played in the na- on the for the national team. A lot of miles on the tires. Totally get it. If Walker Kessler's playing, he should be starting. That's the guy's role. And if he doesn't have a matchup, play him light minutes. But this cat has not been right. And I I don't know if it's because you're mixing and matching his roles. I don't know what it is. My guy has not had a big game in probably since. The Bulls, when you got blown out by 27 when he was 15 and 15 against Myar and We the Beloved. Um, and I think in that game, that's a game he made those two threes. Like, I can't think of another game where it was like, well, god damn. Right. That's where I'm like, I don't know what this is. Cause he's played regularly since then. And sometimes he starts, sometimes he doesn't. And I don't like it at all. And if you're going to mismanage Walker Kessler's load, I, I don't, I, I just am never going to agree with that. Okay. Did you intentionally or unintentionally just say that? Part of the artistry. You know, these guys are going to come uh, a lot, a lot. Stay hard. Listen, it's part of the artistry. Uh, a lot. Right. I mean, just is what it is. You got to get stroked. It just. Do you do you agree that they've lost direction in this rebuild though? Yes, yes. Guys like Walker Completely. Kessler, how do you mess that up, man? Can I just ask that question? How do you mess that up? How, how do you mess up playing him twenty five minutes a night? Like play Walker twenty five a night, mm-hmm. play Lori thirty a night, and in the competitive games thirty five a night, and and mix in the rest. Those are the two guys. Like I maintain. And I know Taylor Hendricks is at a small sample size. I'd be running him out there at least 20 a night. And yep. if he keeps performing, bump those minutes up. Yep. Tanner says the Jazz will not be pit. Jazz fans will not be pissed when they trade Laurie and JC as long as there's a plan. But Tanner, if I asked you what the plan is, what would be your answer? Because I don't one. think a Jazz fan knows what the plan is right now. JJ, what's up, JJ? Where you been? Uh, I'm cool with the Jazz trades, but what level of player is he wanting to get? I think an R.J. Barrett. Is R.J. Barrett enough to trade Laurie Markkinen? No. Probably not. No. Probably not. Laurie Markkinen's a better player than R.J. Barrett. Now, there's a lot of people who will tell you that if you look in the East and you look at the Indiana Pacers, that the Indiana Pacers have some interesting guys on their roster that are available, maybe not available. I, I'm not interested in I'm not interested in Buddy Heald. I'm not there's not a guy on their roster. Like Indiana is supposedly one of the more active teams. And I don't, I don't know what Danny Ainge about because they're not trading Halliburton. So what are we even talking about, right? But then again, if I look at the Orlando Magic, who I think are now turning into a model in this league, because goddamn, right, that team is good at sixteen and nine on top of the Southeast. That's a little surprising. 
And I, I look at their, I look at their guys and I say to myself, I don't know, is Cole Anthony a guy you want as your as your guy competing for your starting position, you know, starting point guard? I don't know. Is are they going to trade Cole Anthony? They seem to prefer to start Markel Fultz, but Cole Anthony's a huge part of what they do. Cause he's probably the only guy on that roster where I'm like, damn, you're gonna give me Anthony Black? Probably not. Nah. Right? You're not giving up on a young like that. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you have that I'm I'm interested in because right now I'm interested in aggressive young players. Who is that? I don't know who that is, but you're going to have to convince me. Like if if you were to go if if you were to go and make a deal with the Bulls, right? Well, aren't we two years too late on Kobe White for the Utah Jazz? I think you are. Is there anybody interested? You're you're not going to go. They're not trade like the Bulls are going to trade Alex Caruso. Right. There's no. I think there's a real good chance he goes back to the Lakers. A real good chance. But is anybody out there paying Patrick Williams? Because I'm not. I'm not. Are are the Jazz a place where Demar Derozan's going to want to go? They're not. Like you, you've lost the window to make a deal. One on one, like. What are you doing with Io DeSumo? That's the, again, all these teams have one guy that if I'm the Jazz, I'm like, Cole Anthony, let's talk about that. Io DeSumo, let's talk about that. Right. But are they talking to you about Io DeSumo for Laurie Marketing? No, I'm not having that conversation. I'm not. And and I think the, the, the interesting guy, because I know the Knicks like Jordan Clarkson's instant offense, and he and Don got along rather well. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't know what you're getting in return, because God damn it, do not tell me, oh, well, we're going to get two unprotected picks. You got that already, dude. Like, how many unprotected picks do we need? It's time to win. That's where I'm at with the Jazz. Like, this this whole let's hang out and hope for the best? No, I'm good. I'm good. You know, and... <sighs> And yeah. I, I think the other thing that not many jazz fans want to talk about is, is Will Hardy the right guy to lead this rebuild? Well, here's the deal, though, with that. I don't think you have any business questioning Will Hardy until we get we get a clear, clear roster built out. Like, yes, like if I if I said to a jazz fan, hey, what's the regular rotation? Right. If you were the head coach, what's the rotation? Because I don't see a roster. That has know. enough starters on it to have a rotation. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. right? Like you, I mean, obviously, Lori. Obviously, you've got your group of starters, but they're the group of starters simply because they're just slightly better than the guys you just drafted. Like, I would rather play Keontae George thirty minutes a night than have Jordan Clarkson eat those minutes. Sean like, Rollins says Clarkson's in Utah for the tats. We do have phenomenal tattoo artists. Ain't here. no doubt about that. Cisbro, I think uh, Keontae changed everything. He has shown too much promise. I think they realize they need to step back because he's a he's a guy. I want to see Bryce uh, play. The rookies have chemistry together. Yeah, but at, at what point do you start blending rookies and veterans? I'm not. I'm not sold on Sensible yet. I, I, I no. think he needs he needs G League time. Boy, that's a tough subject <laughs> because what did we talk about week one of this season on this team? Well, somebody needs to explain to me where exactly we are with Taylor Hendricks. And people are like, oh, he needs development in the G League. Uh, clearly, he didn't. Clearly, he did not. 
he should have been up here the whole time Agreed. and playing minutes the whole time. And you know, the other thing I think is so interesting, what's going on with Ochai Akbaji? Like I, I, I want to, Ochai's played all 26. Is, is that a cat that's developing in your opinion? Because mm. I, I don't know that he's, I don't know that he's developing. Okay. So a side effect of having a roster full of, uh, misfits is harsh, right? I mean, these are all these guys have done nothing wrong. They're just on the roster, but the roster you built here is not cohesive. So a side effect of that is a guy like Ochai is not getting, you know, what should be, in my opinion, six attempts from the corner every night at least. He's he's taking three threes a game, That's and he's it. shooting and he's shooting thirty eight. What is it? Thirty eight percent. Like, how's he not getting six a game? Show me what you can do with six attempts. Can you make three out of six every night? If you can do that, let's bump it to eight. It, like, that's the type of thing I'm talking about. Hey, he's not getting the reps he deserves. He's earning it on defense, and you're not giving it to him on offense because, again, another question I have, I, I, I swear to God, on a nightly basis, I ask this of myself. Dude, what is the system on offense? What? what what is Will Hardy's system? And I I have no problem with Will at this stage. But my only question is, what is your system, dude? Because uh, on some possessions, it's a motion offense. On some possessions, it's one of, like, what yeah. are we doing? But I also talked to an NBA guy today who told me that the Jazz are going to be patient with Will Hardy. He's their guy. And they should be. I'm not I, – I, and let's make this really clear. I'm not sitting here telling you to fire Will Hardy. The expectation's got to go up. The expectation's got to go up. Ochag, Baji – uh, it, Walker, the Walker Kessler thing. They, Danny and 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 Will are on the same page on that. Yes. They have to be. Yes, they have to be. But WTF? What is it with Walker Kessler? You got to tell me that, right? Like I know the Bulls are screwed. Zach Levine's hurt. Like Demar doesn't want to be there. You're trading Alex Caruso for some reason. Stay hard over Nikola Vucevic, which I still don't understand. Right. And Patrick Williams is still here, and Io DeSumo is not playing. I have no idea what the Bulls are doing, right? I I, I truly don't know. And I, I that should not be the case with the Jazz. That should not be the case with the Jazz. Tanner Plummer, man, now I miss the drama-filled shows of talking about Don and Rudy teams and how that team wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, we didn't know what we were talking about, though. It's depressing, but it's not as depressing about what's happening now. That's the thing. That's the thing. Teddy Wayman. My guy. It's about time. Uh, sup, guys. Can't stick around. I'll watch the show later. Happy birthday, Jake. Great takes on the jazz as usual, Teddy. I hey, appreciate Good you, Teddy. See. Thank you for we making need to the get you. We need to get you your ribeye. You know. Uh, Tanner also says the system is to give it to JC or Laurie and hope for the best. It's often what it burns down to. It, it really does. And, and, and this is my other thing. Like, God. I, and I'm not sitting here saying it's Will because I don't even believe it's Will Hardy. I think that, again, this roster is no direction. The rebuild is off track. I don't know who should be starting and who should be sitting. What I do know is Will Hardy's trying to pull these different strings and figure out what's best, and that's resulting in you losing a lot of games. To which I say, okay, what's the value if you're tanking and you don't want to admit that? What's the value in that? Is, does that give Danny an upper hand on the phone? I don't does know. That, does that allow Justin Zanuck to go out and make a deal that – he couldn't do before because they're clearly like, leaking. Yes, there there are people yes. in that organization talking to sources in the media, <clears throat> letting them know where they're at and what they're trying to do. 
Jeff Woodworth, Ochai needs corner threes and backdoor alley-oops. He does. He's athletic enough. Brett Stubbs, Jazz lost a couple of good assistants who were all about uh, playing development. Alex Jensen's a guy that we talked about a lot on this show last year. And I agree with that, but I want to make sure we're on the same page. Losing Alex Jensen is not why you're in the position you're in. No. Right? Now, he, yeah, he is a loss. He was valuable, contributed a lot to the organization, uh, appreciate his time. But, but the decision on Walker Kessler... And then having to listen to Walker Kessler defend why he's not why he's not starting is not on Alex Jensen, and Alex Jensen has nothing to do with that. Yeah, I, I think the the biggest thing to me, and this is just my opinion, but I think the biggest thing to me is that you just don't have a like I I look at David Fisdale with the Jazz. That's the guy you miss. That guy was in charge of development. Mm-hmm. And you haven't had the year you had last year. Okay, but you haven't developed talent the way you did last year either. That's a big deal. Like, why have I not seen, um, you know, Walker starting at the five, Taylor Hendricks at the, or Laurie at the four, Taylor Hendricks at the three, right? Ochai at the two, and Key at the one. <laughs> Key, right? Key. Why have I not seen that starting lineup? OG like, Gary, Jazz need Angelo. Everybody no. needs Leangelo. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, need A.J. Brown to do nothing today or my fantasy season's over. Screw you. Your season's over. He's cashing. <laughs> Prize picks be damned. Bless down. <laughs> Capazzo, my guy, what's up? The Jazz have a plan. It is to suck it up so bad that the fan base gets pissed off and gives Ryan Smith a reason to move the okay, team. Okay, another topic. Another topic. Help me understand this, Ryan. Why have I not? Why have I not heard you come out and deny it? Because he's he's trying to move to Draper. Why wouldn't he? If you could get a piece of that, Draper, Utah is 20 minutes south of downtown. And there's a huge complex where an old jail used to be. Right. The old prison. Yeah. And it's being redeveloped. If you can get five acres to build a stadium, you wouldn't do that? No, but here's, yes, I would do that. But here's my thing. It's not as simple as that. Okay. Well, so I'm, if, I'm a simp. Yes, you are being a simp about this. Okay, thank you. Ryan Smith. You can do whatever the hell you want if you're winning. You're not winning. And if you want to move the team while you're bad, I'm just telling you, it's not It's it's not a great it's, look, it's dude. Okay, I don't give a damn if it's cost savings. The All-Star game was supposed to make you a bunch of money, dude. Yeah, but right? he dumped a bunch of money into it. Well, too bad. Too bad. Yeah. That's your, your You're a billionaire for a reason, right, Ryan? You're a billionaire for a reason. Figure it the hell out. Like maybe if you won more games, maybe if the rebuild was on track and there was clear direction and we'll maybe already, if and listen, like, maybe if Qualtrics was giving you the answers damn. from your your fans. Yeah, is it not isn't Qualtrics's stated mission to help businesses be more efficient in getting the result that they want? Like maybe Qualtrics needs to be brought in. You're an asshole. Keaton Critchlow. <laughs> the Jazz are so frustrating this year. I don't mind them losing, but we are consistently getting out hustled and getting 120 points scored on yeah. them because they, yeah. they don't play defense. So this is my point. Cool. Go make all your money. Move the team out of downtown Salt Lake. Be that guy. Right? I don't even, I be wouldn't even guy. be upset about it. Oh, I would I think, not be upset about I, it. I think I'm not saying that I would be upset per se, but what I am saying is, it's ill-timed if it happens anytime before you win your next playoff game. Oof. It's ill-timed. Win some games, then move the team. Dude, Kobe White ain't missing from three. You might want to get a hand up. Um, like, do you agree with that, though? Like, am I the only one who feels like, hey, it's not a bad thing to move him to Draper, let's say, or whatever 
you know, whether it's that spot or wherever the hell you want to move him to, right, in the state. But don't do it now. But this is not a guy in Ryan Smith that's been transparent about anything. Why, why would he? He doesn't. I think Ryan Smith will win an NBA championship on his own timeline when he's damn well good and ready to do so. Yeah. Well, and that timeline, I think, I think he wants to make more money on his building. And I think, what are you five years away? If you broke ground today, probably. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Are you closer to moving the team or winning a championship? Moving the team. Yeah. That's what I thought. Cause I agree with you. The rebuild stalled and you're years away now. Mr. Preston, who saved my ass today. Love you, dude. Seriously, clutch. Mr. Preston is our uh, mechanic. He is our He guy. is the official mechanic of the Monty program. <sighs> Riding around, going to play program. winter golf yesterday. Miss, Mrs. Monty and I go and play around a golf. It was cold. Um, Fire up the old... I don't... What did we name? Hank. The Hankster. Thank you. Fired up Hank the Grand Cherokee. V8 Hemi, whoa! <laughs> um, throw a check engine light. Won't auto start, you know, like where you warm it up. Mm -hmm. Won't do it. I'm like, oh, God. Did I mention we're driving to Los Angeles tomorrow? Apparently we're not. So Jake gets on the phone on a Sunday. Yeah, appreciate you, Preston. Seriously. Gets to Mr. Preston. Who's like, yeah, bring it in tomorrow. Go in, hooks it up to his little Fandango yeah, thing. Yeah, you know. You know, like, okay, what's wrong with you, Hank? Start talking. <laughs> so he downloads the code. It turns out it's, um, you know, an exhaust line, a fuel an exhaust line. An evaporative hose of some variety yeah. and stuff. Fucking A. So, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, man. I immediately go to, oh, God, check engine light. Car's yeah, going to explode. We're burning it to the ground. Car's going to explode. Car bomb. Ten aboard. Yeah, Tony Soprano style. Yeah. Uh, no, it just turned out to be an exhaust line. He fixed it, turned it around. It was awesome. So appreciate Stay hard. Mr. Preston, jazz are tough watch this year. Happy birthday, Jake. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Screw you, Jake. I'm just telling you, dude. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm, and I know it's me, right? Hacks on YouTube. We don't know anything, even though we've been right about everything. But hacks on YouTube. I get it. I get it. Yeah, if you want jazz talk, it. go to Sarah Todd's yeah, show. Yeah, I get it, dude. I get it. But I'm a little burnt out on Cool Kids Club with Ryan Smith. I got to be honest. And it's my opinion. Dude, he's, he I is, don't care, He is bro. a BYU guy. He is cool. LDS. Him being closer to Utah County, that's natural for him. And that's fine. But what's not natural to him is winning. That's what's not natural. Win a ball game. Like, show me the path. Like, it's cool. Every, you're not the only billionaire out there, dude. Yeah. You're like, I, I got news for you, okay? Got news for you. Ishbia came in, and I know, totally different situation. They've already been winning. You got booked. Totally different thing. But that wasn't good enough for Ishbia, dude. He went out and got KD. He got Bradley Beal, ankle be damned. Like, he went out and did all these things that completely changed the direction of the franchise. Yeah. And I just, I don't see that happening. And I get it. I'm criticizing you today. I get it. You probably ain't trying to hear it. But what I'm not here for is, hey, I'm going to see new deal after new deal after new deal after new deal with all your friends on Silicon Slopes. Or Delta. Or Delta. <laughs> 
which, by the way, great move. Seriously, great move. Love that you did that. Did I put, was a big did, fan did, of that move. Did you put money back into the team? No, that's right. You didn't. Congratulations, did you, Jordan. Did you, hey, hey, Jordan Clarkson, congrats on you, that Delta money. Did you build? Did you, Listen to this. Don't know if anyone noticed this. Happened like six weeks ago at the at Delta Center. Yeah, you built new new suites with a golf partner here in Salt Lake that included putting and all kinds of golf stuff in a multiple box setup that paid you a bunch of money from them. Have we acquired new players? Are we winning more? No, who's we're not. That, who's their golf partner? T box. I missed that. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, I just I, I'm just a little. A little frustrated with where the where the rebuild is at, uh, and I'm more frustrated about it because I feel like we're worried about making money, but we're not worried about winning ball games. And all you want to tell me is your singular focus is winning ball games. All right, let's run through a couple because then we got to get to the NFL real quick. Uh, Bailey Dietrich, the Cavs. If the Cavs do trade Don, does it mean the Cavs will tank for Bronny James Jr.? Maybe. Yeah. Another question. Don't know. That's pretty deep down there. Hey, Capazzo. And it did what all Jeeps do. It broke. I have had, I have had no Jeep problems. None. Uh, Just empty every pocket. It's all Jeep stands for. Just empty every pocket. G-E-J-E-E-P. Just empty every. Let me guess, Capazzo. You're a Toyota guy. Probably is. Nothing wrong with Toyota. By the way, uh, happy birthday, Jake. Hope it's a great one. I appreciate you, you, bro. Thank you. Have you been to Super Chicks yet? He probably hasn't. To be fair, Ryan was winning with Don and Rudy, but just, okay, well, but that wasn't his team. Yeah, those weren't his guys. No. Um, Just couldn't get over the hump, but you could say he inherited that situation, and I do. Yeah. Uh, They want to build in Draper because Teddy catches a game of hookup Draper moms. That's what I was saying. You know, <laughs> Tanner Plummer. Also, Ryan Smith is botching RSL too. Still pissed that he towed my dad's car. Okay, well that's 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 a you problem, my guy. You talked about it, Big Daddy Magic. Okay, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I haven't seen the comment. No, he's it's not. Gonna, he's gonna comment about the Bills or Victor Wembanyama. Please, can Victor's we talk Buffalo Bills? We will. Uh, James, Toyota Forerunner was named the most reliable vehicle by Consumer Reports for 2023. That's bullshit. Stay hard. Uh, <laughs> Big Blue Horses. Happy birthday, Jakey Tuholes. Watch Godfather, you shankopotamus. Yeah, I'll work on that, dude. It's not Dak Prescott's fault. It's not. The, the Dallas Cowboys went to Buffalo and got stomped. Um, Who does that? I love that everybody naturally defaults to Dak sucks. Did you watch the game? Because it's garbage. They got beat every every phase of the game. Dak had zero time to throw, and I'm just going to go back to my original C.D. Lamb comment. They don't have a number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They don't. Prove me wrong. You know what's interesting? I want to give you credit on this. That I wear a size 15 Last shoe? Week, no, no, dude. We'll get to shoes in a minute, okay? Just give it 10 minutes, okay? So last week, we talked about the fact that the Dallas Cowboys don't win ball games on natural grass. Correct. So what'd you go out and do? Oh, I don't know. Lost on Jer Bear and Dak just went to Orchard Park and got that ass beat? And no, it wasn't on Dak. It wasn't. And what bothers me so much about the Cowboys is that this is what they do. This is why I can't say 
hey, you're an elite team because you do this. How many people predicted you'd lose to the Bills? Of all teams, the struggling Bills, the yeah. fire Sean McDermott Bills, the, the you know, you know, Josh Allen's a turnover machine and not the guy Bills. And you just went out and mustered up, what was it, three points or seven points or whatever the hell it was? Like, dude, like, you, you got to do better than this, man. And my bigger problem is, is you're not going to the Super Bowl without beating the boys in San Francisco. Correct. And I got news for you. They play outside in case you hadn't noticed. So whether the MVP goes to Brock or CMC, I don't really care because I don't I don't think after that performance, we can sit here and say that the Cowboys are elite yet. They need to show they can beat a team at their place outside. I would agree with that. All the uh, NFL talk on the Monty Show presented by Sound Sleep Medical. SoundSleepMedical.com. Do you snore? Do you know that snoring doesn't mean you have sleep apnea? Do you have sleep apnea? Uh, you need to know because sleep apnea kills people every single night in this country. And Sound Sleep Medical has got a great solution for you. Treat snoring and sleep apnea with no masks and no tubes. Just better, healthier sleep with Sound Sleep Medical. Use code MONTY, M-O-N-T-Y, to schedule a free sleep assessment today. Soundsleepmedical.com slash MONTY, you guys. As I battle a little uh, frogginess here. Right. I reminisce about all of the people who said, I, I, it's too embarrassing. Are you embarrassed about snoring? Jake, do you snore? I'm sure I do. I snore occasionally, um, but it is embarrassing to talk about it. Are you embarrassed to talk about, hey, that you guys sleep in different rooms, so there's a lack of intimacy in your marriage? Are you ashamed to talk about the fact that, yeah, I've gained weight, so I snore? You don't have to be ashamed. It's Sound Sleep Medical. You go into any of their Utah locations. It's completely discreet, and the best part is they have a solution that requires you to pay nothing out of pocket. Hook it up, soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Dak Prescott. Right. Not to blame. No. Are they a legitimate, because they're going to the playoffs now. The way they're constructed, are they a legitimate NFC contender? So contender to win the NFC. Yes. Yes, they're a contender. Are they better than Philadelphia? No. I don't think there's any doubt they're not better than San Francisco. I, I think tonight, though, this Philly game against Seattle at their place. Critical. In I, Seattle. Yeah. I think that that this, this because Jalen Hurts is dealing with illness, not feeling great. Can you go out and win a ball game against a team that, in my opinion, you should beat? If Geno plays, I think there's a real good chance that, that you have a, a really tight game. And... Gino's going to be a game time decision. And they're dressing three quarterbacks tonight. Gino Smith or Drew Locke. I'm taking Gino. And if Gino plays, I think Seattle's got a real good chance to beat Philly. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt the link is a tough place to go and win a game. But my point is when we talk about the Cowboys, I trust Philly or San Francisco to go out and win an outside game on grass way more than I trust the Cowboys. That game is in Seattle. Why are you why are you saying that? What? Game's in Seattle. I know it's in Seattle. At Lumen Field. You said the link is a tough place to win the game. Oh. 
My bad. Idiot. You think you're going to free pass yeah. on your birthday? No, I'm not. I'm not. I know. Um, I think it's raining. I think it is cold. I think it's going to be in the middle 40s when that game kicks off. But for Philly or Seattle, I have no doubt you can you can be productive in that type of situation. I think Gino has to play for Seattle to win. Right. And I think he will play. It's Monday night football. They're 10 and three in Philly. I think it's a must win game for the Eagles. Mm -hmm. I think you have to win this game. You have to get out of the funk that you've been in. And if you don't, I think you're putting your season in jeopardy. And it is, I think it's rough. Now, uh, Adam Schefter, um, and Brady Henderson, the Seahawks reporter for ESPN. The Seahawks are going through stretches on the field, and Geno Smith is not in uniform. Drew Locke and Sean Mannion are going through warm-ups. Interesting. Philadelphia should win this game. If Geno's not out there, Philly should win this game. Plain and simple. Drew Locke's not an NFL-caliber quarterback. Until he is, and I don't think he will be. Right. And I just... Yeah. I love them tonight. And then there's the Chicago Bears. Stay hard. <laughs> now, this is not as bad as Kadarius Tony. But, yeah, it makes me moist. I agree. Yeah, um, right. Darnell Mooney had the balls in his hand. Now, again, I know he is not used to handling such large bulls. And he had a Hail Mary. It's an impossible play. And I love Jim Rome and um, Couter today talking about how that's a play an NFL receiver's got to make. I totally disagree. You should, I mean, we got, you should probably keep playing the music. Oh, okay. My bad. He didn't catch it. We lost again. Is that Justin Fields' fault? Well, I mean, he was pretty goddamn awful last, I don't know three weeks ago and then yesterday he was he was average at best right i'm just telling you in my mind the bears are a tragedy waiting to happen because they're not going to fire they're not going to fire eber sucks and they are not sucks and they're not going to trade justin fields of gold so a year from now when robert tunyon the fine Packer tight end that wears a Bears uniform. <laughs> when that motherfucker, he's open. It's like, Justin, I'm open, bitch. I knew today would be shitty. And then, <laughs> as though, as though he was channeling his inner shitty wide receiver. Yeah. Who, is named Darnell. Hey, D. <laughs> Kadarius Tunyon is running down the field. And he hit Kadarius Tunyon in the hands on what would have surely been a touchdown. But no. Kadarius Tunyon couldn't catch it because Darnell Mooney told him not to. Because ultimately, Darnell Mooney wanted to be the villain in this game, and he was. So, Kadarius, Moody, Tanyan, Robert, Tony. Hey, Tony. You can suck it. And I hope everybody gets cut. 
The Bears Stay are hard. terrible. How have they not cut Darnell uh, Tony Mooney yet? How have they not cut Kadarius? I play for the Packers, Tunyon. <laughs> Kadarius turnover, Tony. Why are you signing a former Packer anyway? <laughs> I mean, does anything good ever come out of Green um, Bay? No. Um, Apparently, an Achilles ligament does. The know. brat stop sucks. The cheese in Green Bay sucks. Packer fans <coughs> are jagoffs. <coughs> I just, I mean, why are you signing Kadarius Tunyon anyway? I don't know. The ink isn't dry yet. I don't know. You know, I'm just over here using common sense to win football games. What so the, the fuck are you, Ranger Rick? Yeah, so the Bears won't watch the show. Okay. Okay. Do you feel better? No. Uh, you don't? No. Because, again, it's another Monday. And I want to say, Victory Monday! But I can't. It's never going to be said again. Because the Bears snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> and adeptly so. Like, you knew you were winning that game. You threw it to Kadarius Tunyon. And he just couldn't bring it in. Kadarius Mooney. <laughs> and then you threw it to Darnell Tony, And he couldn't catch it either. Two dime pieces. <laughs> Six-foot blondes running through downtown Chicago looking for Soldier Field. And what did you do? You picked out the mom who's 50 pounds overweight and 10 years past her prime. That's and who you you're said, going home That's with. who we're going home with. <laughs> Kadarius Tunyon. Take, take me to the broad stop. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. Honestly, because because I'm no longer a fan of whatever the hell football team this is in Chicago. I can't do it anymore, dude. You were never a fan. You poser. yeah. You were never a fan. You're a fake fan. I'm a Bears <laughs> fan for life, bro. I've I'm a Chicago a fan Cubs fan. Erlacher, you go bro. ahead and be a fan of your Giants. I'm a fan of the <laughs> Chicago Cubs. You go ahead. You and Wasikowski. That's who you're going home with. That's you right go me. be a Lions fan. I'm a fan of the Chicago Bears, and I'm not fucking leaving. Um. <laughs> okay. The Wolf of Wall Street, presented by the Advocates. Oh, my God, dude. Holy crap. I've been a rich man, and I have been a poor man. Um, every fucking time. Every time. Every time. What are the people saying? Nobody cares. Okay. And then there's Lamar Jackson. Well, I mean, if we just couldn't get kicked in the nuts Lamar enough. Lamar can't throw a football Jackson. Now I have to do a mea culpa on Lamar Jackson and apologize. <coughs> because Lamar Jackson's turned himself into a pocket passer, and I think it's spectacular. He has done exactly what I told you he needed to do. Yeah. Stand in the pocket, deliver the football. And God damn, has yeah, he I mean, not I feel done like that. You've been saying that for two years or so. You know, hey, this guy just needs to learn how to do that. And those, they're going to be tough. Those who can't do teach. Yeah. I can't Best. do it. So I teach guys like like Kadarius Tony to retire from the NFL before he gets run out on a rail. Uh, Kadarius David Tyree Tony. Okay, so let me ask you a couple other things real quick. Yeah. Did you guys see Russell Wilson just get scorched by Sean Payton? 
Now, Sean, I understand that you're flipping blind because how do you not challenge those two touchdowns at the goal line? I think one was in for sure. And then when you don't convert, you go and chew Russ's ass out in front of everybody and Sierra. The Hawks. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> people are like, are you going to cut Russ? Well, yeah. Yeah. Duh. We got three more weeks. And as you can see, I'm going through some shit right now. For three more weeks, we're Damn. going through some stuff. Damn. My God. My God. Uh, OG Gary, my Saints can't even lose properly. Well, and he just wants to keep telling us something we've already reported on the show, <laughs> bro. <laughs> this is like the fifth time that he's put this in. <laughs> I know Dante Moore has told people he's going to Oregon. Our number one of the program. Holy crap, dude. This is the kind of program I want to be doing all the time, dude. Please. Hey, guys. Did you, guys, 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 guys. There's breaking news. <coughs> um, did, did you guys hear that the Pac-2 won their lawsuit? The Pac-2 have control of the Pac-12. Oh. Wow. Uh, um, You know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is, you guys. Guys, guys, guys. I got to give you credit, dude. That's one of the best Bears rants you've rolled out lately. That was really well. What done. Kadarius Tunyon? Yeah, dude. What about Kadarius Tony, though, you guys? Jesus. How many times are we gonna go through this with Buddy? Like it's amazing. It is amazing to me that Kadarius Tony. Kadarius can't catch a cold or line up on side Tony. Kadarius. Okay. So Kadarius Tony is running through the middle of the field. Right. And Patty Ice made the mistake of hitting him in the hands. <laughs> and he dropped a shirt. And I here's my question. If you're if you're Patrick Mahomes and you're done gawking at at no, because boss is probably still here. Stay hard. I'm not playing your game, Swelsey. When you're done being <laughs> jealous of Travis Kelsey, right? Why are you throwing the ball to Kadarius Tony? What's up, big bro? Right? Like, why can't you just go to him and say, "Listen, you suck, and I can't throw you the ball anymore." <laughs> what? I guess because you don't have other options. You don't. You need KT to catch a football. But here's the other question that I have, because I want validation. And vengeance will be mine. Why do we write off? Oh, well, it's not Patty Mahomes' fault. <laughs> because he hit him in the hands and the receiver didn't catch it, but it got intercepted. That's not on Patrick Mahomes. He's a good Christian boy. You know what the difference is, dude? Yeah, he's got Andy Reid as no, his head coach. He's won a damn Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl, Schmooper Bowl. You know, just that little thing that we're all out here playing oh, for. But Dak. Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, you know, he hits Michael Gallup in the freaking hands last year, intercepted. Dak sucks, can't be a cover quarterback. I personally would like an apology. Why don't you send him to the Vegas Raiders? We deserve better in Dallas. Uh, oh, we'll do Patrick, it. Patrick, it's okay. It's okay. Kadarius Tony sucks. We understand. Andy Reid has let you down because you don't have the weapons you need. 
But then Dak Prescott's incompetent and can't throw a football. Pricks. Seems straightforward to me. It's not. <laughs> Daniel Dixon, a, volcan a volcano erupting so much, so must be getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. Big Daddy Magic, Jushu Allen is winning the Super Bowl. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Said nobody ever. Okay, can we just can we just understand? And listen, I'm here for the cowboy hate today. I deserve it. Frankly, I've earned it. Rectally speaking, I can Jackass. handle it, right? Yeah. Josh Allen was 7 of 15 for 94 yards yesterday. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, Monty oh, came Monty. in with the victory, though. Monty, listen, I know I didn't get Pat McAfee to give me a shout out. But you got to say nice things about Josh Allen. Well, stay hard. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Because he was 7 of 15, 94 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I'll say nice things about James Cook because he ran all over the star. Yet, who got the game ball in the locker room? Josh Allen. Nice job, Sean. Nice job, dude. Nice job. Listen, when Sean McDermott gets fired after the season, don't say I didn't tell you so. That guy's definitely a dude. Because I am going to say, hey, well, I know Josh Allen's winning a Super Bowl. Probably never, but won't be this year. I want better fucking execution. Now, if, you, if you'd have gotten me a shout-out with Pat McAfee, maybe they'd win the Super Bowl. But karma's not on your side right now. Get out of my way, dude. Yeah, you, 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 you know. <laughs> and then I got Kadarius Tunyon, and I could have not, I would. it would have been a caught. But you didn't get me Pat Max, so Kadarius Tunyon me. Um, Seems simple math. Right. A plus B equals the Bears are terrible. Right. Uh, Bailey Dietrich, Monty, roll, tide, roll. Hey, man, RTR. RTR. That's right. Daniel Dixon, cowgirls are better on the field than the football players. Okay. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm a married man. I only have eyes for one. And it's... I've been told they have some serious bouts, so, you know. So now you're single again? <clears throat> it's your birthday. Why would you disrespect your girlfriend like that? I didn't. I'm telling you what my sources tell me. I didn't look. I was yeah, just my told. sources. You know these two eyeballs in my face? What? Let's wind the clocks back a year. Yeah, when you were single? When you were single and you wouldn't mingle? Uh, Tanner Plummer. Josh Allen said after the game that he felt like the kid who did nothing on a school project but got an A anyway. Josh Allen needs to have a system built that plays to his strengths. Kind of like Brock Purdy. It, well, Brocktober, please. <coughs> uh, you know, MV Purdy. Seems pretty straightforward to me. Um, Eric Wasikowski, you could switch to Honolulu Blue. I believe Jake already has. I believe he already has. You know. Is that supposed to be a Lions reference? Ho, ho! Uh, no, his lines reference is happy birthday forewarning your first year being 30 will fly by like crazy lines clinch the playoffs tonight. Okay. Whoever came up with that shit need to be fired. Uh, dude, if you're going to say happy birthday, can you keep your trash team out of it, dude? Like just for two seconds. And I'm a Jared Gaff guy, right? Like I must, I'm, I'm kind of a low key Gaff. supporter of Gaff, but let's, let's separate the two. Okay. Okay. Maury Alvarez live from the happiest place on earth, Orlando. Oh, okay. Uh, where Tiger Woods played golf yesterday. <laughs> um, happy birthday, Jakey Tools. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Good to see Appreciate you. Appreciate the pictures in the members only chat. Yeah. 
Um, Dude, Kobe White is unconscious from three. Unconscious? Yeah, my bad. Sorry, I went full Zion on it there for a minute. (laughs) So, (laughs) So Fat Ass is doing a press conference, right? I mean, Zion Williamson is doing a press conference, and he—I can't remember what word was it he couldn't say. Uh, the word he spoke was lackadaisical. That is the word, lackadaisical. But he tried and he couldn't say it. Laximatasical, or something stupid. It was amazing. And the look on his face after he said it just was the whole thing. Well, let's hope nobody noticed. Uh, it's your birthday today. You're thirty. Yeah. I don't want to know what that was a picture Fat of. Jesus sending me a picture of a dude in a mankini that says happy B-Day. Wow. Thank so you, sir. it is your 30th birthday. Yeah. Yep. Is life going to change much for you? I don't think in the near term. I mean, you know, we got a showroom to do here. Got to stay on the train, dude. Okay. So what is exciting and about like are you not excited about being 30 or uh i don't know how i feel about it yet honestly time time the last couple of years have flown by like uh, it it does feel strange to be 30 now like it's odd Fuck off. i'm 50 about to <laughs> be oh, man, can, you, can you believe it can you believe it joe Fuck i mean i'm 30 like this is unbelievable you, you're 50. <laughs> 50. I can't even imagine 50. That's so far away from what I am now. 30. <clears throat> Damn. I'm now closer to 50 than I am to zero. That's when, rough, when bro. you were 30. You actually weren't fat like you are now, too. Like, I'm all due respect. Am I going to blow up like the helium balloon you are? I hope not. Bro, DNA, on, as, DNA aside, maybe cup of my mix in a salad, bro. <laughs> Fat, damn. Uh, your thirties are the best time of your life. You think? Oh yeah. I mean, you be you mature, you grow up, you become what you're going to become. Right. You know. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I just it just feels odd to be saying, yeah, I'm, uh, hey guys, I'm thirty now. Like, it feels like the twenties just like zip by. They did. You know. They do. Yeah. And now it's time to get down to making bread. Yeah. These are your money making years. Yeah. Uh, honest to God. Uh, Capazzo, oh, what it would be like to be 30 again. I'm with you, Monty, in the 50s category. Yeah. I yeah that's enough. Stop, please. Age is, age is such a state of mind. Mm-hmm. You know, like it it truly is. Uh, uh, walking four and a half miles worth of golf yesterday. What made you guys do that anyway? They didn't have rider carts available. They wouldn't send them out. You could only walk. So I walked, but it ages such a number. Lamont Tucker says, happy birthday, Jake Connor Stallions and boys got some sign stealing equipment for you. Damn right. Damn uh, right, dude. Sign stealer guy. Cougar tracks at 30 years old. It should be the Monty and Jake program. No, it shouldn't. No, it just doesn't roll the same. You know, like the Monty and Jake program doesn't no, sound good. No. It's the Monty show. No. Are the 30s the new 20s? In Maybe. this economy? Yeah, you're damn right. They are, dude. Fat Jesus. Your 30s are balls deep. Bro, you're, dude, you're on one tonight, dude. Okay. Sir Bob Loblaws, 30, it's over for you. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Remember, you're old. <laughs> what, what did that guy say? You're old. You're an old Mormon. You're going to die soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, save as much money as you can to holes, especially before marriage and kids. Truth. Yeah. Uh, Joey Harper, Joseph Harper says, I'm about to, ready to turn 30 for the second time in 18 months. That's there what you I'm go. talking See? about. See what I, mean? I turned 30 like 20 years ago again. There you go. Um, 
I think it is a really special special age. I'm be, and I'm being totally serious. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really special age. I think it's one of those ages where you have to decide what you're going to be in life. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be somebody that you know does something special and unique, and you're you're going to take off, or are you are you going to be a a 20 year man and build white picket fences the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. I think 30 is is the accelerator pedal, right? It, it, and it has to be. And I think you learn a lot more about life than you, you know, now, Mm -hmm. because you either grow up or you, or you, you miss a lot of opportunities. You just learn how to appreciate things. Like it took me a lot longer. Um, once I got into my third, when, when I was 30 years old, Yeah. right. I was already in a radio career. I was already, you know, planning for the future. Like, I was making almost no money. Th- my 30th, you know, year I started making better money, getting better opportunities. I understood how special things were. That to me that's what your 30s represent. Yeah, and and I think it's, you know, it's an exciting time. I mean, you know, it's kind of like that conversation we were having earlier for those of you just joining us about the program and, you know, how much growth we've seen like, you know, I think, you know, this has a chance to be something big, you know, and I think that that's you know, when I think about about turning 30, I mean, we've been doing this show for, you know, on YouTube eight. exclusively two years, three yeah. years. This will be our third year, but eight. Yeah, eight years. We've been doing this almost eight years now, you know, and I, and I think it's come a long way and I think it's still got a almost long way nine to go. years. Yeah, almost. We're going we're in our ninth year now. Yeah. So like when I think about it, it's like, yeah, like, you know, based on where we're trying to go with the show and where I'm trying to go with life, like it kind of lines up. And I think that's not an accident. But you're you still do stupid things like not getting okay. not having a Christmas okay. present for me, dude. This is such a crock of junk, dude. So, Monty wanted the OG Tiger Woods shoe, right? The, don't 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 give it away. I don't want to know. You don't want to know what I got you that you're saying I didn't get you. Yes. Okay. Then you don't leave me. Men- so did you get me the Tiger Woods shoe? No, I didn't because it was sold out. I was really excited. I thought I was getting a Tiger Woods shoe. No, unfortunately, it was not available to me to get. Well, yeah, I know. And that's why you don't have any, you know, any. But I do have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. And it is coming, just not fast enough. Yeah. So I won't have a Christmas gift. It's fine. I, I you know, I don't have feelings. I don't. I mean, I a... can check on its status. You know, just I can check. Well, one, if if you figure out a way to get it before Christmas, then I won't be able to hold it over your head. Right. Um, right. You know. Let's see. So you're saying you didn't order it in time? No, I did. Well, no, I did order it in time. You're going to draw me a picture or what? No, I'll screw drawing. I I can't draw pencils anymore, dude. Well, I'm not Picasso. I'll send you a gift. Jesus. No, I'll I'll screenshot and send it to you. No, I don't want a screenshot. I don't want to know. Okay. Well, then you don't need to know. I don't don't want to know. I don't know what you want. Like, what am I? What am I supposed to do? Well, you know, what am I supposed to do here? Take the abuse. I guess. Take the abuse. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see exactly how it plays out for you. Yeah. I, I am. I am curious to know mm-hmm. exactly what it is you did. Yeah. Because because you got your Scotty Cameron. Mm-hmm. I got Jake New Jordan golf cleats. Like mm-hmm. we're taking him to Vegas. Seahawks are now expected to start Drew Locke. Yeah. I, he's. You should listen to the show. Uh, anyway, right, but that wasn't like official. Okay. I'm just saying it's official now. You know, um, but you know, you got a lot of stuff, man. I mean, you did. And I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate you. 
I appreciate I'll, you. I'll, it's I'll, been a great birthday. I will, I will cry myself and I, to and sleep I on Christmas wait. night. I cannot wait. So real quick before we get off the program here. So how many, how well do you think you're going to play at these courses? Because we're playing all these nice courses coming up, right? Like we're mm. playing the Wynn and Pelican yep. Hill and all these great places. Is there a certain pressure because we've been going to the range so much to play well? Not, like, re not really. I don't think so. Um, I played well yesterday in really crappy conditions. Uh, I was three over through nine. We only played nine yesterday. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I want to play. I'm ultra competitive, so I hate playing poorly. Mm -hmm. But pressure? No, I don't think so. I mean, I really want to play well on, at Pelican Hill. Yeah. I mean, but we'll see. I've ha I haven't had good driving range sessions lately at all. Even a little bit. Uh, Greg Hawkins with $20. Happy birthday, Jake. Get yourself some jack-in-the-box tacos. Appreciate you, dude. I will do that. Okay. Okay. What are you looking forward to? We're, we're on the, we'll be on the show tomorrow morning. Um, we'll be on 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the nice courses we're going to play. Absolutely. Looking mm -hmm. forward to to meeting our boy mo absolutely looking forward to that I, oddly i'm most looking forward to mastros i have to say we haven't been to mastros in quite some time a couple of years now yeah and i'm really looking forward to that like i'm looking forward to going to the tree how okay jesus christ <laughs> i'm looking forward to mastros too yeah. it's probably the thing i am most looking forward to yeah uh, Vegas is going to be fun. We're going to be there for four days. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, Bucked Up Energy is the official energy drink of the Monty Show. BuckedUp.com. Use a promo code Monty until tomorrow morning. Say goodbye, Jake. <laughs> goodbye, Jake.